If you want to have a handlebar mustache and look like you live in Brooklyn, buy bare knuckle pickups. It'll make right. you English. Uh, hold on. You can have to let me put your camera up. To you. Okay, do that again. Or hold the thing up again. The music is bad, oh, and, you're, and you should feel bad, is not brought to you by bare knuckle pickups, but if you buy them, you could also get a coaster too. Someday. Yes. Someday. You, you know this guy definitely. He lives in Brooklyn or around where, wherever we are, which is an well, undisclosed. Bare Knuckles, uh, he moved there in like they're... 2010. <laughs> I mean, Bare Knuckles, uh, you know, British, so that might be the original well, English what, guy. It's not, it's not a Williamsburg hipster with an English mustache. It's an no. Englishman with an English mustache. Theoretically. All right. This is the comparison. Anyway, welcome to Music is Bad. You should feel bad. Today I'm here with Jamie Igneo. Hello. And Marcel Hamill, and uh, we're talking about Trapped in the Closet, uh, which is R. Kelly's, I guess, magnum opus that's never over. Um, I mean, I, he keeps. They say that, that he's got like more episodes in mind, but that's kind of like you know. Well, he's gone up to thirty something minutes, right? Well, yeah, thirty-three. But the the it's like twenty-three to thirty-three. You have to find in like corners of the internet. Or pay for it. I mean, that's. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... <laughs> that, I, I didn't just like it incriminating. So parts, uh, parts 1 through... 22? Yeah, 1 through 22 are on YouTube. It, the, so when it first came out, it was, I think, like like 1 through 10? I think it was 1 through 8, because um, so someone had told me it was like 1 through 7 or something. It like was, that. Well, it was the first, like, 10-ish, because they were in, like, blocks of, like, 10 or 11 or something like that. Oh, really? The point is, uh, the first 10, like, each... Uh, grouping of 10 is like a different arc or story almost entirely, right? Like there's yeah. very little carryover. The first one um, is kind of like a soap opera kind of thing, which is kind of fits with his original idea, which is, I guess this is like a hip hopera is, I guess, the technical term you would use. I, um, I resent that. It is. Well, <laughs> well, okay, but in the same way that anything that tags opera on the end is usually not opera, right? Exactly, yeah. Um, well, and, well I, yeah. I'm excited to hear, uh, interested to hear your take on this since you've studied opera I so much. Because I knew, so... I knew, I knew when you were like, no, you're going to make it tonight. You're going <laughs> to yeah, make yeah. it like you, you insinuated that. I'm like, you're just going to ask me this dumbass question. It's not though. No, it's not. No. no. You call it an opera. Do you, am I your representative as far as opera goes? Like, I Okay, so we've got yeah, out of the three of us, our opera sorry. representative <laughs> and our musical theater representative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I don't know if you want to talk. So we've talked before that that Jamie is an opera singer, but uh, Marcel is our a new guest. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about your musical theater experience? And yeah, such? I uh, I'm a guitarist and bassist, like the both of you. I toured uh, in the orchestra pit for a handful of Broadway shows. Um, did three years with Mamma Mia recently. Um, did a year with Bye Bye Birdie and a year with Cabaret. I didn't know and you did Bye Bye Birdie. Yeah, it was. Or Cabaret. It's you shouldn't do Bye Bye Birdie for a weekend, let alone. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long walk. I don't know yeah, squat about them either. Well, way. so we yeah. we talked about uh, needing to eventually do a Hamilton episode with you, yeah, and then yeah. as we were discussing that, Trapped in the Closet came up, and you had a lot of good comments. So I was like, let's do, let's have you do Trapped in the Closet. Because uh, you had a lot of good stuff to say about it. Well, I don't say good stuff about say about it. But stuff, stuff to say <laughs> about it. Things, yeah. Things okay. to say. Yeah, generally speaking, if Marcel Comments. has something to say, it's it's always got like a little sting on the end of it. Oof. 
Wow. I'm gonna be that guy. Though. You walked in and saw me with an eight string and were like, yeah. Well. I I binge watched it. Yeah. Yeah. You I said you, so you, said times, you were yeah, able to yeah. watch all like thirty something. You well, saw the. Well, so I didn't know. Because the last the uh, w- like, whatever to thirty whatever are on YouTube, but they're behind a paywall. I mean, I, I would pay for it. Like, it's awesome. Well, my thought was let's do the first episode on the first like arc or two, as yeah. I like to call them. I don't know if they're really arcs, but. Uh, and then if, you know, once we do the first few, then when we get to the third one, I'll see if it's worth, then yeah. I'll, I'll pony up for it for yeah. science. But, I, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> just, just for homework and also the fact that I was not getting any work done as soon as I started watching it because I didn't, I had no idea what it was about. And I don't know if it was necessarily like me talking to you, uh, about it. And you're like, Oh, you need to, uh, to see this. It's a, by R. Kelly. And Honestly, it took me to like the 15th episode to realize that the the dude playing Sylvester is R. Kelly. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. All I know well, is R. Kelly okay. and P. That's well, all here's, I know. Here's yeah. why that actually. Okay, that actually brings up a very See, good point I musically. I forgot about it. I, I only know some raps. Remember, you asked what 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 is that rap? <laughs> Which rap is that? <laughs> and, and, I was doing peaches. And um, with that in mind, what is your favorite rap? Um, <laughs> the. Okay, so the, the thing that that reminds me of is that, as you were saying, if it's a hip-hopera, it's a hip-hopera uh, in which R. Kelly plays all the parts. Right. He sings all the parts. He's Eddie Murphying it. He's Eddie Murphy. Although, well, that's the thing. So it's interesting because he didn't until... Yeah, okay. What the hell do you have to say? No, in the <laughs> second arc. It's yeah. The it, first it, arc, he pretty much just plays Sylvester, yeah. the protagonist, and the sort of disembodied narrator... R. Kelly, <laughs> uh, but then in the second one, who shows up as R. Kelly? That he he does it well. Like, it, just it's. I guess I'm surprised that it was so easy to pick him out since he's wearing almost the exact same thing as Sylvester in every scene. Yeah, well, just yeah. Just changes the color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right. He just goes to a strict color scheme, and you're like, oh yeah. Just spoiler alert! Alert yeah. when he's like in the diner with what's her name. And he's wearing a white one. I was like, wow, how did he change his suit so bloody fast? (laughs) And then he was like, oh, no. Or like you were saying, in the closet. Right. So (laughs) so even (laughs) in in the first... um, The titular narrator. I might be able to to show that. Okay, let me... Before we get too deep into this, let's start with the basics, all right? And I got notes. uh, I prepared. I did a... uh, I couldn't... I didn't rewatch the whole thing, but I did watch like seven or eight parts. And I was like, I I get it. I got the... I got my notes. I definitely overnoted. Um, okay, so first of all, what's interesting uh, is that I looked up uh, on YouTube for the instrumental from it, right? I'm like, somebody's got to have the instrumental, just the backing track. Mm. So I, there's one on YouTube, and it's important to note that it is two minutes and 24 seconds long. Aye. That's important to note because I'm pretty sure that the beat, there's one beat throughout the entire thing. Right. Wait, is every episode 224? No. Mm-mm. <laughs> It, well, it's no, looped. It's looped, and yeah, um, right. and he brings certain layers in and out to make it seem different. Yeah, but, but it's like two or three layers. Once you get further mm-hmm. on, things might change. Leave, right. Leave in the that. second arc, it, the first arc is almost entirely the the same beat, only with breaks. And when there's a break, there's usually like one sound to build like tension or something. You know, like a little like I don't know, like a drum roll or something, or you know, something to maintain the tension so it's not dead silence. But it's usually like one sound, mm-hmm. and then the beat just comes back. Right. And later on, uh, there were there more stuff happens in the in the second arc, and I would assume the third one because it, there are little like 
departures. Like there's the like church scene where it suddenly gets into this whole gospel thing. Because the whole point <laughs> is that in the second arc, right, he, even though he sang the first arc entirely as Ar- in the same voice as R. Kelly, except for the white people. We'll come back to that. Except for the white people. Um, uh, but then the second arc, he started, yeah, he, he went all the clumps on it, and he was like, uh, let me play a bunch of characters in different outfits and do goofy voices, just like Eddie Murphy. And there was like the, like the, I was the preacher, I don't know which, there was a specific uh, denomination. Um, the preacher and, uh, like you were saying, uh, you mentioned... Pimp Lucius. Pimp Lucius, yeah. Pimp Lucius, yeah. A, a pimp Lucius, brought to you by bare knuckle pickups. There you go. You two can own <laughs> and Sprite. We're, we're still <laughs> we're looking for that Sprite sponsorship still. If uh... and vitamin water, it's vitamin. Say it fucking right. Um, <laughs> that's the slogan they want. They're gonna call us so fast. That's, yeah. that's great. <laughs> um, I, what surprised me is uh, how. I definitely it had to be like ten episodes in or something like that where I realized I didn't want to burst my eardrums from listening to the same bloody song with no variant at the time. I hadn't lost it. It was amazing to get to the end and realize that I you had not even noticed that. It never bothered me. Right. Once. It didn't bother me. I it, people in the background that aren't like hooked onto it though, that that annoyed them. But that's probably because, you know, it was a tiny screen I was watching on my laptop, so... <laughs> but, you know... But it was, uh... It, it, I, you know... Lesser things have, like, really, really got me and irritated me to the point where I cannot watch something. I, yeah. I came home yesterday, and, um... And, um... There was music on for just, you know, background stuff while doing chores, and it was like a tele-radio mix, and, it, and I swear to God, the next time... The Ed Sheeran's "Take Me Into Your Loving Arms" bollocks came on. I almost broke oh, man. the telly. I, oh. I was like, I just want Lady Gaga, that, Katy Perry. That article I posted about Ed Sheeran. No, about, I'd about love his, to. His toxic masculinity. Tell us more. It's uh, well, I was, I posted, I was like, yeah, he also has a toxic mediocrity problem. But uh, I mean, no, it's just basically about how he's a tool bag, and it, even in his lyrics, he's a tool bag. And I, you know, most, uh, it was, most articles like that. I'll agree with like a third to two thirds of them, and there'll be some stuff where I'm like, okay, you're getting a little far out there. But this one I was just like, nailed it. I, the only part I didn't agree with was the counterexamples of like a strong, like the opposite of the toxic masculinity was like, I guess, supposed to be like female empowering songs, and it was like Roar by Katy Perry. And I was yeah. like, oh, God. Such a good <laughs> song. I love that song. If you're a child, <laughs> if you are a child, you may be inspired I by teach Roar. Kids. I'm inspired well, by Well, yes, them. you're allowed to enjoy it in the context except of when, your, Except when the music uh, video comes educating. on. Then I'm, I'll then tell inspired. you my problem, my, my problem with Ed Sheeran is like it just doing wedding and cover gigs forever. <laughs> it used to be so easy when I started because and everything... Ed Sheeran was born. <laughs> it's, I, it's a symptom of a larger problem. It, it had, everything had such an arc to it. You know, it was this sort of thing where you could fake it, where there was a really, really defined harmonic structure and song structure and melodic structure to the song. And the first time I had to learn Shape of You, mm. I was listening to it, it's the same four chords. Yeah. And I just have to memorize where I don't do something. <laughs> and, that, and that's so much harder than just lying about whether you know Grapevine 
<laughs> well, so that that song is well contextually like he, he he's talking in the song about like um you know the place I like to go with my friends is the place that is not the club but yeah. the music is played in the club because it's club music even though I go to a bar and if I played right. the song in the bar people would fucking deck me yeah yeah like he, he would not if you went to a pub like a good old pub back home anywhere uh-huh. on the island and and had Ed Sheeran in a pub I mean a pub pub not a club no no one wants to hear that <laughs> yeah you know well yeah, I don't know. Anyway, the yeah. Ed Sheeran, so trapped in the closet. Ed Sheeran, we should do. We will need to do yes. an Ed Sheeran episode, obviously. Apparently, yeah. you just you you sense this like dark cloud so, looming over so here. Hate. Yeah. Well, he's terrible. Um, <laughs> and uh, although there was that's also this thing, about, right? yeah. yeah. There's also this well, uh, I don't know. There was some weird. I don't know. There's some also. I want to like find out more. I'm like cur- like I'm weirdly curious about very specific. Not even celebrity, but musician gossip, because if it in any way ties into like the psychology of like people who make crappy music regularly mm. and don't seem to care. So, for example, in this case, one of the things they mentioned is it sounded like there were lyrics that implied that Ed Sheeran was whining about being in the friend zone with Taylor Swift. <laughs> Which, like, right? Like, you're just like, why would that even? What? Like, excuse me for a second. Because, because she helped. <laughs> apparently, she helped like launch him, I guess, and their buddies. But I guess. Maybe he's like, oh, it gives. I don't know. I don't know shit about it. But the point is, it sounded very stupid and like, like a. Because <laughs> I'd like to get those four seconds yeah, of my sorry. life back where I had to process what you just <laughs> said. Anyway, R. Kelly trapped in the closet. Let's get back to the uh, yeah, the matter at hand. Topic at hand. Um, so okay, so it's one. It's one beat for most of it. There's really no B section until there are these other little completely uh different sections with like a very specific thing like the gospel thing Pimps. um and mostly in the in the second second part so let's let's focus on the first part which is basically this this weird soap opera where so initially he so the the if you haven't seen it um see it i recommend at least watch the first like 22 eight parts yeah. just watch, I don't what's, know. watch what's on youtube i mean i you, don't know you, man after like 10 though i don't like they just get did so ridiculous stop? did you did you know i've watched all 22 that are available for free but the point is i like uh did you feel the the like need to to complete it though you know what i mean no because i know that the third arc is gonna have nothing to do with the second arc which has nothing to do with the first arc that's so great though <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Yes, because yes, and yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if I want to say why, just because it's such a spoiler. Yeah, I, I'm trying to hold back things too. And, At least I can just keep saying pimp and, and everyone's going to be... Com- you brought me on as the... There are no spoilers. ...ostensible musical theater guy. Yes. <laughs> and so there's a great comparison here. Uh... I just yeah, yeah. Great. Go and do it in. Spoil, spoiler away. Go and do it in. Go and do it in. So it's this, uh... Show out in the last year or so, called She Loves Me. It was a revival. Um, and it's this really traditional musical. It's this sort of thing you see done by high schools everywhere, but to see it done with huge production values, great sets, like a full orchestra, it was awesome. Um, the first act ends with uh, someone ostensibly, you know, you, you think they shoot themselves. It's behind a closed door. Ostensibly. Ostensibly. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. We're sponsored by vodka as well. Uh, and 
And it was, I just hoped so much that they would just never acknowledge it ever in the second act. Somebody's wife left them. They kind of retreated into their office. The yeah. act ends with a gunshot. I'm just like, great. That's, that's it. Just, just never talk about it again. That would be the funniest thing I've ever seen. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's such a bright musical. And so, with the way that this whole thing ends, uh, it it's basically Rent. Like, just ever. No, don't say that. Don't say it. It's not Rent. It's Lease. Well, the, the musical, you mean, She Loves Me? Yeah. Oh, it's, it yeah, probably. Probably. No, but uh, I can't the, stand the rain. end. The end of Trapped in the Closet is basically, you could say, lease. Like the musical that opens Team America. The end of which, which part? Five hundred twenty-one thousand bare knuckle. Wait, wait, wait which, the end of which part? Like the end? Because there's no. It doesn't end it yet. The end of he's coming out with another part. Second yeah. episode. Well, it, okay. So the end of the, the second. Saying, oh, I've got the bug. That kind of proves. Oh, that kind right, of proves right. what you're saying, and right. it also proves. In well, no, it doesn't prove. I agree. It's. It's genius. It's funny. It's it. it <laughs> look at that face. According to R. Kelly, maybe. There's, I, there's, I listened to Slipknot. Have you seen his commentary on it? This is what? the thing no. that I want to watch that we don't. No. We we probably we can't probably risk right now just straight up watching you know, it. You know what's even more sad about me not knowing what's about R. Kelly? I have now heard him sing a lot, and I yeah. know pretty much all the words to "Remix to Ignition." Yeah. Great. But after now seeing this, I've never heard him talk before. I have never heard R. Kelly say a word as opposed to well, singing or, or Okay, so so the um the the commentary is uh I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube or maybe I don't know if I saw it on TV or what, but okay. there was there's a commentary they, they showed, which I, was probably on the D V D, but who bought the D V D that trapped in the closet? Um was D V D? Yeah, yeah, there was a DVD. Right. Remember so, it came out a while ago. I'm too. gonna cancel Keep my mind, Amazon order. When did trapped in the closet <laughs> come out? Trapped in the closet. Trend. I did see that in an article he'd said, you know, um, and again, going back to what you were saying, it, it does kind of prove how, like, uh, it never ends and he can always yeah. add stuff to it. He said, oh, I've already got, like, conceptually, like, you know, ideas for the next 10 or 11, whatever it is, to 44. Right. But I'm sure that that's... I mean, you know, you gotta you got to check out how you make money, but I'm sure he's just kind of probably said that over years to put his feelers out. Does anybody bloody care? I'm sure that's like a cult following watching it, right? Right. Not, well, not so, a lot of people know that. Well, here we are, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I love you, R. Kelly. The key thing is, I'm pretty sure, okay, at the beginning of this thing, let's go back to the first arc again, because we keep skipping ahead. The first arc is much less ambitious. It's just regular people kind of filmed in, like, somebody's home or different rooms and you know mm -hmm. whereas then the second one they go into locations and shit and all kinds of these cheap effects and stuff green screen right but the first one again just starts out with sylvester waking up next to this girl and then her like husband comes home so he hides in the closet so the first episode the first chapter that's why he's trapped in the closet and that is the only for like a really long time, that's the only time anybody is in a closet. He comes out, I'm pretty sure in, ep in chapter two, he comes out, pulls out his gun, because that also happens like every three songs. Like somebody pulls out a gun every other song. <laughs> no, it's, it's every song. Uh, yeah. It's the same person. Pulled out my Beretta. Yeah. Beretta. It's Sylvester every time. I'm glad you said Beretta. Right, I, he's wanted to, like, I wanted to say Beretta. I wanted uh, to say Beretta. It. Yeah. Uh, so he... Okay, I'm so... I'm gonna shoot this motherfucker. <laughs> 
Um, right, we can sing all we want from it if we if we don't play it. And like then we'll, we'll he get got like... on her, and then she got on him, and then they be going at it while I was trapped in the closet. Brought to you by Bare Knuckle. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> also, your camera's not on, so nobody can see that. So, Aww. so take take that. No one can see me. Hold on, wait. I'll put it. I'll put the thing back yeah, on. No one's there. Now we're gonna see you. You can only see two of us at a time. It's That's live, the man. deal, right? And I, and I have to it's control all it. So Jamie all the time now. Uh, now it's you it's and me. Dang man. All right, check it out. So he clearly, I would bet that the first chapter, if not the first like four to five, that he made them up as he was recording them, because they very frequently don't rhyme. Yeah. And it seems very stream of consciousness. Again, he sings every part and he sings them all in his own voice and he sings them with like stage directions or like I guess like how you would like if he was reading an audiobook like and then she said, You better not be missing and then he said it's like you, you have to sing and he said and she said mm-hmm. because you're doing the same voice. Yeah. So he has to sing every little thing that, that happens. People are giving me feedback on the stream and, and uh I'm Well that was definitely them. definitely true at least up through when Bridget was introduced, right? Say it again. That was absolutely true, like up through when Bridget came into the arc. What was absolutely true? That he was just making oh. it up on the spot. Like, oh, yeah. because well, you guys really think so? Yeah, Midget came in because of Bridget. Oh, oh or vice versa. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only way. Because the daddy was a midget. Yes. Why did they call you Big Daddy? It's because I am blessed. I'm, I'm, yeah. This is not I mean, verbatim. That's, that's actually verbatim. Is it? Yeah. Well, no. Pretty no, sure. No. Pretty positive. I'm. I'm awesome. <laughs> so, wait. Does that piss you off? What? Because it seems to piss you off that um, that the uh, it, it, the the concept of trapped in the closet is only so many times. Whatever. Spoilers, right? Again, we don't care. What do you mean, Did so it, many times? Like well, of course it happens in the beginning, and then and then it's his out of oh, body. No, like it doesn't piss me off. It's just that again, he clearly just made it up as he went, and then uh, he kept the title "Trapped in the Closet." Like it's not about being trapped in the closet after the first chapter. Yeah. And then after that, he's like, "Oh, now it happens." I oh, mean, okay. I honestly thought it was a connotation and a play on uh, like the South Park thing, Tom Cruise and all that. No, that was based on this. I know. Uh, right, right. But that, but that was Kanye went in the closet, not R. Kelly, right? No, R. Kelly did, and that's why he says no, he Tom pulled out his Cruise Beretta. is yeah. in the closet, but R. Kelly's singing about it. Tom right. Cruise won't come out the closet. Right, but he's also inferring that he's gay. And right. I but assumed this, right. that that's what this this whole thing was going to be about. I don't think so. Well, no, no, I assumed it was oh, before okay. I'd seen it. You know, oh, it was no, like there's R- going to be some kind of content. R. Kelly was going to come out with like this is all like his what this is all him coming out. No, like, no, no. R. Kelly's well, like I mean when when you see I've the, been pissing the, on little girls, but that ain't the real me. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to piss on little boys. Sponsored to you by not, R. Kelly. Not better. No sponsorships will occur from this. No, I thought that. Well, because the pastor came in, and then of course there was the whole blow up about the pastor having an affair with a with a dude. So I thought that there was some kind of you know, um, you know, closeted, uh, you know, sexuality there. I thought there was. God damn it! All right, let's watch. Problema? No, it's just that people giving you feedback during the show isn't really that helpful because no. I can't check whether anything I changed made a difference. So Matt, you, you matter. To thank me. you for your contribution, but uh, I'm just going to ignore you. And what what, what do you're it. doing is is beautiful. Yeah. We have look. We're going to continue to gradually <laughs> deal with like I like I got issues with like 
you know, the, the, the audio level coming through. But if we boost sure, things in the wrong sure. place, we get distortion. And I'm pretty sure we have distortion anyway, yeah. which is the point. And I can't hear it, so I can't do shit about it. That's Mel. So everybody fuck off. Yeah. and, oh, and that's the, uh, you. No, that's the YouTube stream. That happens. <sighs> right. It's probably, well, <laughs> some of it was. Some of it was probably some, like, the board doing some shit. But I took care of that, so that shouldn't be an issue. Uh, Matt, will, be Matt will take care of you if you're not careful. But whatever. Either way, we're going to get compressed and shit, so Sweet. we'll deal with it. So, okay, so uh, uh, let's see. Um, I've got some. Okay, let's see. The first chapter, here's here's my notes. The first chapter is, uh, oh, oh, that's right. Okay, so here's where I was like, is it in him or the narrator? Because at the very beginning, narrator R. Kelly is in the closet, but Sylvester R. Kelly is not. And then Sylvester R. Kelly gets in the closet, and then, so my question was, is the narrator his future self traveling back in time to musically narrate everything? <laughs> because he also narrates in the first person, Okay. right? Yeah, yeah. That's such a better setup than what happened. <laughs> <laughs> right, Sorry, but he doesn't say, like, I am Sylvester, but then, like, he's Sylvester, but then how is there this other R. Kelly who shows up smoking a cigar all the time and, like, shaking his head like this fool? It's like, it's you. You... You're making it up now. Like, what do you? What if he's his future ghost because he's dead? Oh man! Well, that would have been a genius. Trick. He dies that in like, been in like, like in chapter saying, fifty. I have at or least sixty, depending. Plan, you know, him, episodes planned out. Him and Tron do like a, a ghost thing. They they make a pot <laughs> together because he's trapped in the closet. So he finally he comes out of the closet figuratively and expresses his true sexuality as his future dead ghost traveling back in time. <laughs> All right, so I want to show no one. I'm going to attempt this with the sound off and see if it gets past the shit. If not, I apologize. For... That's right. Wait, so I apologize can the in advance. Hear this or can we now nobody nobody should hear anything. That was my mistake. But now okay. they will be able to see it, but they won't hear it once I once I get the thing. Is this out. an ad for a music video? Uh, probably. Um, right. So this so the two things key things that happens in chapter. Here's one chapter. I think it's chapter eight is my favorite. Um, what would you say the first critical arc is? You, would you count, like, the, the husband coming home as an arc? Well, no. I'm, when I say arc, I mean, like, a set of ten episodes that has a story. Because okay, he doesn't... Nothing in the second ten has anything to do with the first ten. Nothing right. in the third ten. I saw a preview of the third ten. It was all kinds of fucking bonkers green screen shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are, like, aliens going to show That's up? That's the don't... best part what, of this. What, what's, what's so funny is he's... Like, he's... No, no. Just... I never finished this point oh, in the first, right. like, two minutes. If... If you end the second arc, and I'm just going to blow this here, by, uh, by like, just kind of revealing that everyone has some sort of serious VD. Right. Then well, that's the like, one, that's actually that's the one thing that is continuous. I hope you never acknowledge it again. Because wasn't I that at the end of the, wasn't at the end of the show. first one, right? No, it was the end of the second, it was twin two. No, but at the end of the first one, one person had something, right? Or was it just, like, somebody who's married to somebody... Because that was the, the big reveal at the end of the first... Okay, so the first one, everyone is fucking everyone. And the big reveal everyone at the end... Everyone is fucking everyone the entire time. Right. Yeah. And at That's the end... That's the entire point of the show. And at the end, the final reveal, I think, was that either some... like It was like it's supposed to connect the circle or something, but it was just another random so-and-so fuck so-and-so, and it was supposed to be a big reveal, but who gives a shit? I was also really, really pissed off when it got to the 33rd episode and didn't end, or explain. No, they, 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 they said, got more coming out. And, well, That's why we're doing this. You get to 22, yeah. never gonna and end. everyone 
is fucking everyone finally ends exactly the way you think it should. He did this forever ago, though. Yeah. Was it the all of AIDS or something? <laughs> we don't know. Wow, that's not they funny. They all have something? They have something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that shit. Oh, God, the second arc I, is so bad. No, if they go so to... it is rent, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, <laughs> right. That's what it is. And if they never okay. acknowledge it in 23, that will be the greatest thing he ever does. It's just like, I'm writing something new now. He's know. not going to acknowledge anything in anything. He he didn't, like, again, the only, um, the first arc kind of ties back around, but the middle, like, doesn't make any sense. There's no, like, real logical thread to follow. Mm. Again, it follows the logic that he was making it up as he went. Um, but my favorite part Okay, so the first chapter is the most lazily rhymed. There's another evidence that he was making up as he went. They, they started to rhyme better and seem a little more cohesive as it went on. And chapter two... Uh, I love how locked into that you are. Cause... Oh, oh, so here's the thing in chapter two. So the, the pastor... Because every, every chapter has to have some ridiculous reveal, right? right. At least one... Possibly two. What tends to happen is the beginning or end of a chapter are the reveal. The middle is just treading water until the until the reveal. Like there's literally a chapter like six or something is just like uh, he he goes to home to his wife because of course he's also married. Like everyone is married to somebody. Like the not the first person you see them with. It's always some right. There's always like but also this person. But also this person. Mm. So. Uh, Sylvester goes home to his wife and she's about to confess who she was, uh, like that she was having an affair. And he was like, you better tell me. And she's like, I don't want to tell you. And she's like, you better tell me. And that goes on for like two minutes. Mm -hmm. Like the whole chapter mm -hmm. is going back and forth. And then finally it's like, and then the reveal, and then the reveal, and then the reveal, like whatever the fuck it was. I don't remember because the story is so not so ridiculous. There was and, also a weird cut. Was like, there was a yes. weird cut at the end. It, it, okay. So everyone else got that. It was a weird cut where... The uh, James the cop was there. Oh, there's a there's a there's a clip missing on YouTube. There's is that part what of it. it is? Yeah, the end of one it's chapter where, is it's missing. Where Twan gets shot. Yeah. 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 How do you pronounce his name? I think it was. It was, was it Tron. Was it Twan or was it Tron? I don't know I because it sounds like w. Tron, but the way I'm saying Tron, everyone immediately will just think the computer. It might be. It might have been yeah. Twan with a Twan. I'm not sure. Tron. Because it sounds like Tron, where yeah. there's an R and a W in there. Wikipedia it. Did you? Gonna, he's my favorite man. I, I love him. Yeah. yeah, him and him and Pimp Lucius. He he. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Right. Oh yeah. So chapter five, I wrote down how he was. Oh yeah. Okay. Here's this weird thing that happens in in chapter. Okay. Let me. Okay. So I went through chapters one and two. Let me just go through my notes because there's a lot of interesting stuff that happens. Uh, so chapter two. Uh, the husband comes home. This is the initial Sylvester and who and whoever the the girl is in the first chapter. He hides in the closet. Her husband comes home. He's a pastor, and they're like, "Okay, let's solve it like Christians." And then it's, well, while he literally says, "Well, while we're coming out of the closet," which should have given away the next reveal, but it didn't because the next reveal was that he has a boyfriend and the pastor is gay, mm -hmm. right? That was a big reveal. They did not at all connect that to coming out of the closet. This is no. my point about that not yeah. meaning it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he even thought of it. I don't think that even crossed his mind <laughs> that trapped in the closet might have anything to do with being gay. So, so if we're taking a tally of it right now, we think that R. Kelly's a genius and you're like, no, this is all happenstance. Or, well, and you're in the middle because R. you Kelly think it's all happenstance and he's person. a genius because of it. I think it's both. Yeah, right. I think right. he's so absolutely you're, you're... winging it 
So he's an idiot savant, way. is what you're saying. <laughs> idiot savant is the correct term for accidental genius. Listen, I think <laughs> if he made all this shit up on the spot, yeah. and we're sitting here talking about it. I mean, that's really like that's like Eddie Vedering it. I mean, <laughs> come on, like, that's like <laughs> we, we 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 did the vet the 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 parade that we were in. Yeah. And we were doing um, kick out the jams. But we did the Rage Against the Machine version instead of the MC5 one, and I totally, like, from a, a view of, like, the list of the lyrics, I can just spit them out. And I think R. Kelly, if he's doing that kind of thing, although he's not basing it off of something that already exists, he's, like, pulling right. it out of thin air, you know, that's, I think that's awesome. I, it's, it's, it's a valuable tool to have. To be able to write this stuff, no, I think your your face just coming by like Jamie. No, I'm messing with video I'm shit. Just, um, no, no, so no that, just we just you can see you. We can see everybody at the same time <laughs> now. What? That's all I'm I was doing. The reveal. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> just like with the rest of this, rear and uncle pickups. That's what kind of like just gets thrown through the. Oh my god! I, I have to say thank you, Matt. Uh, for, Thank you for, for bringing this into my life. <laughs> I, I just I needed to see. Uh, you, can, you know you're you're technically on this podcast. You're welcome to do it whenever you feel like it. <laughs> it's here. No, uh, I'm, I'm talking about the, watching our Kelly. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Kelly, yeah. No, what did you think the I was referring to? I don't know. Do the podcast. <laughs> oh, all right. So yeah, thank you for that, dude. Okay, here's okay. What so my other weird that? observations. So chapter three, they establish R. Kelly's character as every other character is mentioned regularly by name. Uh, he just met this girl, which means he really shouldn't give a shit at the end of chapter two and should have just left because, like, they had this whole thing. Yep. He could have just bailed, but he oh, yeah. didn't. He's, he's like, and then they're like, oh, wait. Oh, but wait, he has a wife. Yeah. And it makes, so it's like, doesn't make any sense that he sticks around to they, try to, like, they, sort this shit out. It, it's Once awkward. He was, yeah. yeah. He could have left it, like, they were playing on his uncomfortability of, yeah. like, all right, hold on, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to listen to this. And it's like, right. I wouldn't. I would just walk <laughs> out. I have a gun. I'll just walk out. And then all the, uh, he's like, let me open the door. That's the guy I want you all to see. It's about to be Chuck. And he's like, just wait. And he's like, okay, open the door. I'm going to sh- Why? Uh, there are so many dumb, dumb parts of that. Right. Okay, I'll finally pull out some shit that I can say now that's like, you know. Yes. I'm waiting neg- until negative. chapter four to have opinions about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. but, um, so, yeah. so chapter four, uh, he's going home. And uh, so just to be clear, so so... Sylvester and uh, whoever the first woman is, and then her husband comes home, and then his boyfriend shows up, and then Sylvester leaves because he doesn't know any of these people anyway, so who cares? He goes home to his wife, and on the way home, he gets pulled over by Omar from The Wire. Uh, you know, that was, that was the single weirdest part of this, was just cop. watching Michael K. Williams walk Yes, Michael frame. K. Williams. Interesting point about that. Um, if you watch him as Omar on the wire, he has the scar across his face. Mm-hmm. And apparently he said in interviews that that was part of a knife fight or something that happened to him in real life. Sorry. Far away from oh, me. yeah, that's right. You, um, yeah. yeah, but that's not in the video if you look at it. like yeah. It's just a weird, weird time stamp that can could I, happen. Can I just bring everyone back to a really, really happy place because we're about to be there? Let's do it. R. Kelly's impression of Bridget with a southern accent. Oh, no, no, we, well, no we're going to get to that. We're going to get to get we, how yeah, he's uh, racist against white a, people. That's a <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, oh. you brought me on as musical theater guy. I think this is important. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the big thing in casting right now is to actually, if you're going to write a character from some background that does mm-hmm. not 
look and act specifically like the three people at this table, yeah. you yep. should probably cast them as such. Yeah. That's that why when I went to a, a Yankee game on Wednesday and I had this this kid next to me who like with his chanting controlled like four rows of people. And the grandfather was there is like, and what do you do? And blah blah blah. And we're and we're here for my grandkids in Mississippi and blah blah blah. And I said, Well, I do this and I do that and I also work at a school and I do dialect coach and he says, Oh yeah, so you can make fun of me. And he, he honestly thought I was I'm like, no, it's my fucking job, you idiot. Like, I have to teach people how to talk like you or in another accent. Yeah. Teach yeah. them how to be Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. Right. You know, I'm, no, I'm not ripping. You're ripping on me by doing your job, boy. Like, what is the standard yeah, accent well, you, for a candlestick, you, though? You are. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, yeah, like, I, want that, I want that on a t-shirt. I want yeah, that on a t-shirt. I don't know what that was. Well, they had, they had oh, this the movie recently, and Ewan McGregor, the movie, his wife the is pretty French. Oh, and, like, he said... And that did not help me at all, <laughs> having a French yeah. wife. Anyhow, so they're on their uh, way back right. to the house. Right. Uh, so so uh, let me just get back to it. Um, the, the whole point with like Bridget being hilarious is that the reverse has been done so much in yeah. theater. Well, that's why I'm joking and, that he's racist. Right. And it's, but still. It's so awesome to finally see it go really hard the other right. way. Right. Well, okay, so and, first it's Bridget, and you just think, like, oh, it's just, it's just this one character. Why? But, but like, no, later on... Every white person is a different <laughs> voice. And done to None such, of the other characters. Everybody else is just R. Kelly. But the white people are such stereotypes. Uh, <laughs> Bridget? Yeah, they're also Bri- bad. Bri- Bri- there's this bad white southern accents. What, what's that? What? Bully, bully. What would you describe that sound? I mean... Like hillbilly, really. Well, no, this bully sound. Because his, oh. his impression of like, you know Bridget even is so bad. Oh, yeah. one, the one Italian character he meets at the end never stops <laughs> eating pasta. You stupid goombat. What are you doing? You are here to disrespect me. So we'll loop back to this in like two chapters so he gets pulled over by omar uh i don't know why i just this time i just thought of this while watching it i was like when since when do cops like smoke while writing tickets he's like conspicuously like smoking he acknowledges it in the lyrics that's the right, best part which is even more ridiculous <laughs> like why is it so important and any more than smoking oh. a cigarette i don't know it, it's uh I did, it was it, that that's him pulling a stereotype of a you call. You can't quote this without seeing it from here out. Uh, no. Right. Okay. no, no, right. no, no, no. I'll start, I'll do that. Okay, so then he gets home. Oh, yeah. So in chapter four, from from minute two to three and a half, is okay. just a sex scene. It's just that. Right. Yeah, and the cramp, the cramp of the leg was what had to lead up. Right, to right. That. He gets it. That was really. Right. They're singing. He's singing, <laughs> and he's singing what they're saying as they're having sex. Baby, he's singing a sex scene. Yeah. That's okay, and go ahead and do it. But then we <laughs> yes. get off of my leg, and right. then my leg is cramping up, and she says, "Oh my God, I love Listen, you, baby." Your, your recall of this is actually I, uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been to the thing. Press, but the last yeah. few, okay, so the last few lines though. Of that song, like again, so two from minutes again. Remember, I said like the middle of every episode is filler from minutes yes. two to three thirty, and it's like it's like ends at like three forty, right? That's an incredible observation. And yeah. the last you few lines just exist to set up the rhyme slash cliffhanger of the ch- the oh. chapter, which yeah. is oh, oh my god a rubber, oh my god a rubber. Oh, it seems like he's doing a bridge in there. Oh my God, a rubber! Right, but he finds a, he finds a, a rubber, and it's the it's the but it's the it's the cliffhanger melody. It's the trapped in the closet. Oh my God, a rubber! That's the <laughs> melody of 
the cliffhanger. Wait, we, we, echoes, we're going to converse like that in like general conversation. Like we'll be uptown doing music or something and be like, so what's I'm going to do? Jamie, I don't know what kind of drink I should drink tonight. I think you should get a gin and tonic. No, that was bad. A gin and tonic. A gin and tonic. If not, you're judging yourself too harshly. (laughs) Pretend you're R. Kelly, (laughs) and you think that all words could come out of your mouth are brilliant. Okay, so this is another weird anomaly. Chapter 5. Maybe this is a YouTube... No, this isn't a YouTube thing. This This is another thing where you're like, oh, is this just a video anachronism? Because he probably directed it too. And then you're like, no, because he describes the cigarette... When he's, when he's singing about it. So chapter five, despite many other instances of the word oh, bitch. yes, I love this. He makes a boop sound he's, with his mouth. He, he does not sings beep. every sensor sound throughout the <laughs> right. entire <laughs> He just, he literally says boop, but, you, but it's weird because you still hear the whole word bitch. He's like, boop, bitch. <laughs> and then, but then later in the song. I always crap myself. He. But then later in the song, he censors out more words, but this time he boops them and takes out the whole world. So it doesn't make any sense. It's completely inconsistent, not only with this itself, but with the rest of the entire thing where he just says bitch do, all the time. Do you think he does that deliberately so that no, folks like yourselves get freaked out at the inconsistencies? During chapter five, when he was recording it and making it up as he went, he, just he decided to bleep himself. And he's like, why not? He's like, that's a, first he's like, that's a good idea. I'm going to keep doing that. And then at the end of the chapter, he's like, I'm going to stop doing that from now on because that was stupid. But it was a good take, so he just had to leave that in there. And I also pointed out at this point, this was another chapter where it was clearly like nothing happened in the middle of the chapter. It's just, just building tension because he, you know, he does the thing where he just starts to like, he just starts to literally uh, raise the pitch to build tension, you know, like, and he also yeah, the whole yeah, so Chapter six, since we don't have this right in front of us, right. uh, is... And I pull my bread out. That's where Tom gets shot, right? <laughs> yes. So the beginning of that episode, like 20 <laughs> seconds in, he says the word sniggles. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I think it's like sniffs and giggles. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. And since he's been... I don't feel comfortable using that word. <laughs> no, I don't either. But he spent the last five episodes pointing his gun at shit. And it catches his guard every time. So... <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, so chapter seven, uh, so Tuan gets shot in chapter six, although I think it's what, part of what get, gets cut off on YouTube. Chapter seven, I wrote down that at 55 seconds, everyone looks at each other, because I think he sings that everyone looks at each other. Oh, okay. And that's why I wrote it down, because I was like, really? <laughs> but it's only, okay, here's the other thing. So Tuan's shot, and for like a chapter and a half, you don't know if he's alive. Like, he literally says like, did anyone think to check if the man was alive or dead? And you're like, yeah, yeah thanks for that. Um, so, but it's only when he wakes up that they show he was shot in the shoulder, like a really obvious, like just in the shoulder. Like, no reason hero, he should be dead. Hero oh. Grace, yeah, yeah. Right. No reason he should be dead. I also love the, the blatant catch up. Why it's couldn't like, they see that? What did you guys do? And you're like, well, clearly missed the plate. Like, like, you know. I know why the audience can't see that, but I don't know why the characters <laughs> can't because they're standing right above it and they're like, I don't know what happened. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, and then my absolute favorite. Uh, I really want to play this. Um, my absolute favorite part of this entire series so is. So wait, that, are we barred from playing anything throughout this entire? Well, if we do, uh, we may or may not get flagged, and I have no idea what's going to happen on Facebook with that. Uh, we're on Facebook Live because YouTube oh, blocked our streaming. Yeah, let me let me share it. I should probably do that. Uh, oh, you mean to other people online? I could do that. I didn't actually do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, this is going great. No, but if you actually like the fa- page on Facebook, it doesn't matter. You, you get told anyway. And that's like 60 people, so that's fine. Oh, great. And who, who knows what's up? Okay, but this is my... Okay, let me, let me explain. This is my absolute favorite part in the entire series. Because there's a full minute of build-up for it, like most of these chapters. Because... So in Chapter 7... Uh, once Twan, Twan wakes up and he's not dead, and the the cop is there, which we didn't cover, but because the cop is uh, having an affair with Sylvester's wife, and Twan is her brother, and he just got out of jail, which R. Kelly ran, he, Sylvester randomly brings up in the middle of a chapter. He's like, Twan just got out of jail, and you're like, who the fuck is Twan? Yeah, they yeah. don't explain. They don't, they don't explain like, that. Thoroughly. He just got out of jail. Well, they 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 expect you to take what was there, like what, as you said, like three minutes before, where it was like, oh no, that was my brother. You know, he was supposed to be visiting. Right. That's when they, they eventually went. But my absolute favorite, the end of chapter seven. Uh, after a minute, somebody is knocking at the door. That is the tension in chapter seven: is that somebody's knocking at the door. And nobody knows who it is. So everybody pulls out their guns. Well, well, so Sylvester pulls out his gun. Sylvester won't answer the door because he seems scared, which I think is way out of context for him. Right. Because he doesn't even say, usually you would be like, no, I'm not letting another police in here. Yeah. Like something like that. <laughs> and he doesn't. And then James is like, oh, man, my ass. And he's like, oh, no, hell no. You know what? Now I'll do it. But I'm going to kill them. And then I just love my favorite part there is where Twan or Tron Whatever makes like immediately it's just like that's what I'm talking about. Let's blast this motherfucker. I was like, yeah, okay, this is my favorite guy already. All right, I'm gonna try to play this clip of my favorite part. It's gonna take a second because I gotta do this right. It wasn't big man wiping cherry pie off his mouth. Because <laughs> that's pretty great. <laughs> Is it big man? It is big man. Right. That, that's the moment where you're finally certain he's making it up. But then I pull up my barrette. All right, so this is my, my favorite moment in the whole thing because of the reveal at the end of this chapter. And hopefully we won't get, I'm going to turn the audio a little bit. Hopefully we won't get flagged. That's my favorite line. With a nosy, the nosy neighbor with a spatula, <laughs> like that's gonna do something against them guns. That's my favorite line of the entire thing. Also, I didn't correctly put the video up, so it's fine. We, we can only get audio okay, flags. This is what's stupid: is when James buggers off without communicating to anybody. He's like, no. oh, well, now we know it's the neighbor. I'm going to leave. And right. no one looks at him, and he doesn't look at anyone. Right. It's like, it's the most, like, <laughs> like stupid exit, like, <laughs> theatrically. It's like, okay, I'm supposed to get off stage now. What? Right. Because R. Kelly wrote this. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, the kind of the explanation for everything so far. I love you, Tuan. So, okay, so, the, so Rosie the Nosy Neighbor, where there's Badula. This is my favorite part. But then this is my second favorite, which is in the next chapter. Um, so this is uh, where somebody goes home to Bridget. I forget who's... Is, near, is R. Kelly also banging Bridget, or who's... No, no, because that's what you immediately think when he's in the clock. What was it? Right, but it's not uh, Sylvester. It's narrator R. Kelly. Right, right. Well, no, 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 no. We've uh, already agreed on this. It's future dead... 
finally admitting is, his sexuality. Right, but that's narrator R. Kelly. That's where he's. That's his origin it's, story it's that Big we don't Man know yet. And uh, James. James. James the cop. All right, I'm gonna try to get this. So there's there's this freaking. Um, oh oh yeah, James the cop. He's married to Bridget. Yes. So he goes home to Bridget. Why? Bye, you. <laughs> Another stupid this point. Is, okay, I so bought you some pears. Watch this. I'm going to play this. I'm going to risk it. This has nothing to do with the plot, but it's one of my oh, favorite visual shut shots. shut down in the next three minutes. So <laughs> tune in now. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping it. He's in the closet. Smoking, smoking a cigar. cigar! Everywhere. Like... <laughs> like, like smoke wouldn't come out of the closet. Like I, just, I know that it's not. It's I know a ghost cigar it's a narrative moment. device. I understand, but still, I feel like smoke would just come out of. The, there should be smoke just coming out of the closet because it's a, anyway. So the ghost of R. Kelly is in the closet. But that's okay. Chapter eight. That's the first time anybody's been in a closet since chapter one. And I'm pretty sure the yeah, only well, time. Yeah, well, I didn't expect anybody. To be upset about this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so okay, so, trying to confirm great. every time he's really upset by it. Yeah. So chapter eight, R. Kelly's back in the closet. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. So somebody, I don't, I'm not sure when this happens, but at some point, so somebody, because because their the whole thing is that somebody, right? The whole tension of this chapter is somebody is still in the house, right? But it's the same thing like him and like our like Sylvester and his wife, where it's like, you better tell me, I'm not gonna tell you. You better tell me, I'm not gonna. No, no, you, you better tell me. Bye, I'm not gonna tell no you. One here. No, bye, 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 bye. bye, bye. Yeah. You want some pie? He sounds like what was the name of that blood that dog that grumpy up? He's looking around, right? He's he's looking for like if somebody's there. He looks behind the refrigerator. Yeah, but not in the closet next to it. Yeah. That narrator R. Kelly is in. You forget the people that watch things like the Jersey Shore and like Housewives of Atlanta watch this. So the fact no, they're like, it is, look at the closet, look at the no, closet. No, and he doesn't do it. No, it has nothing to do with who's watching it. It only I, has I to do with R. Kelly. Doubt that's the case. It's just R. Kelly. All of these I, decisions are R. Kelly's. There's no part of me that has ever believed that anyone took this seriously. R. Kelly is the only person who made any important Except decisions us. on this. That's <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting here talking about it. All right, so let's see. Uh, takes place where, in a world where everyone is trapped. Or, oh, where everyone is strapped and every argument ends in a Mexican standoff. Right, because they keep pulling their guns yeah. off whenever there's an argument. Put them up a red. Now I have to watch that South Park clip again just because nice. I'm, I'm going to get it. So part of why I found the... Uh, we got to do something with this. I, we probably was like, there's got to be like just a backing track of this beat, because we both know all the melodies, because it's like a very simple pattern that he keeps repeating. It's either uh, when it's when it doesn't bug me for some reason. When there's not a lot of tension, it's like up and back down, right? right? It's like right. But when there's tension, it just keeps going up like a What's the most impressive thing that you can do with it? What? What's the most impressive thing that you can do with that? That, that he like, does? Like no, no, no. He no, no. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna escalate something, like what is the what's the hardest run with that? What can you like? Do you call it a baseball game? Uh, no, based on consonants too. That that so like so for example, it's not. It's using like all devices of like rhythm, pitch, and and dynamic in general. 
So like a, the the falsetto part where he goes into head voice, he doesn't necessarily have to do it because when he does it, like he doesn't, but he goes, like I can't go into my head voice. Yeah, right. We don't have to go into head voice to do it, and I can't physically do it because I can just sing there. You have that gift now. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's like Chris Martin from Coldplay. Like he'll go into head voice when he does not need to. And I don't know if I was... I think that probably you, was uh, you, you offered me tickets to a Yankees game last week. And if I'd known... If I'd had any inkling that you were going to, like, just <laughs> announce a game like that to I, me... I kind of watched our Kelly all the day before. <laughs> I would have like, canceled all my plans. <laughs> so... You, you should have. It was a good day. Um, uh, we'll get nosebleeds. But... <laughs> no, they're... Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, we'll I gotta see it. if I can find this part. So I had to miss that at some point... Narrator R. Kelly eventually walks into a scene with Sylvester R. Kelly. Uh, you talking about the diner? Oh, he does. Probably. Also, so, there is a scene in Chapter 12 where they cut to a reaction shot of Narrator R. Kelly, but he doesn't have any lines to sing. They just show him reacting to the thing that he wrote and is probably also directing. Why haven't they flagged his video then for so, that? So Matt's <laughs> <laughs> about to oh, spend yeah. a lot of time. Uh, trying to escape copyright laws. So you want to talk about the Yankees game? Uh, I want to... So there's like... Oh, I'm seeing something come up on the screen right now. Um, okay, so Matt, Matt asked me to come in here and kind of like give a musical theater perspective about this. And there are mm-hmm. two things that have been told to me because like I've made a lot of money doing this and have never totally bought into it like the people who decide to go into it as a career. Um, there are two thoughts of why you should interrupt a believable play with a song. And one is that a song should always further the plot. Oh, no kidding. The other that I've heard is that... Well, then why did Don Basilio and uh, Notte di Figaro have the longest aria and it's the most pointless piece of shit ever? I'm about to ask you. I, oh, I, because Mozart's a dick to tenors. <laughs> well, okay. It sounds like a personal but, but, problem. Okay, so question. <laughs> More importantly, what does this have to do with a piece where everything is sung regardless of its importance to the, anything? Uh, oh, and, and also n- very little of it has... We're getting to tell you a really cool device I like is when he has we're like recits, recitatives, so, and it's like... A, where, so for example, like the old folks arguing... Do it then! I'm gonna do it then! Go on yes. and do it then! Yes. I'm gonna do it then! Yes. And there's like no music and you're like, that's the best. <laughs> but that's the boy. But that's... I was gonna, you know what, woman? You know what? You know what? <laughs> and you're like, you know what? And you're like, I thought that's, it was over. That's the point he breaks. So that's the point he starts planning to do things. Obviously, when he device. starts choreographing arguments between <laughs> oh, the yeah. elderly, he's like, I have serpent's foot. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I... The the second argument for having songs like creating musical is like you sing something when just saying something can't express the depth of your emotion anymore. And I love this because it's so melodramatic throughout that you completely believe that he's just he has that one level that he just operates on all the time. And his you know, quite intro to every episode that lasts two and a half minutes is the exact same plane of emotional intensity mm. as the crescendo, like the, the final plane of being in the closet and smoking a cigar and all that. So, 
I guess as an opera singer, and we're fun to get back to this, where everything is sung in a piece, and every piece of music is meant to advance the plot. How do you take this? If he's saying hip opera, how does it function as an opera? Because as a musical, no, no, like hip opera is not an opera. Again, let me he, be very he clear. He needs a tap number to move, like buy Listen, out some time. Do you understand the history of the hip hopera? Because I do. <laughs> it's this. Listen, it's what we're fucking talking no, about right no, now. It no, no, no farther than no, where we are. because I didn't get the term hip hopera from this. I got it from a hip hopera. It was a piece of shit that MTV put out in the 90s, or maybe early 2000s. Uh, they oh did God. like a shitty hip hop version of Carmen. It was garbage. <laughs> no, this also ties back Wait, into my. Actually happen. No. Yes! I don't make Why sure are we that? talking about that? Why? Because it was so. Because nobody fucking remembers it because it was that so bad it was. But this is why. No, listen, this is why. Gosh. This is all relevant to Hamilton. This is why it's amazing that nobody did a proper rap musical before Hamilton, because like the the concept has just been lying around, unused, except for this piece of garbage in the '90s, which mm. Beyonce was in. That's how bad it was. Beyonce what? was in it, and it's still fucking. When did Destiny's bombed. Child become um, uh, uh, Sasha Fierce? Like. That's a, that's beyond. Sasha Fierce is a Beyonce I'm, solo. Right, thing. no, I know. Right. When, when did when, when, become Sting? She went solo. What? That's what I'm kind of talking about. When when did that like kind of uh, d- date wise quit? Like I did rough uh, guesstimate. I don't know. I mean like uh, late nineties. Okay. All right. Early two thousands maybe. Right. Okay. Somewhere around there. Um, you were like twelve, right? Yeah. All right. So real quick though, let's watch this clip. <laughs> let's watch this clip where uh, narrator R. Kelly. Because for a minute when I started rewatching it, I was like maybe. Again, maybe it's just. Sylvester R. Kelly narrating narrating his own story, but clearly in in this, I'm gonna do no audio so you don't get flagged. Uh, this is all video oh yeah, right we now, right? So hold on, I gotta let me, let me back it up again because I just wanna be clear. He comes. This is where he does actually come out my of the closet. And okay, in case we didn't cover it, uh, there's uh, a little person in this, and one and pr- primarily as a two-and-a-half-minute-long setup to rhyme, it was a midget. It was a midget. <laughs> right? Like, he just... What is that? that that's like... The, that was the uh, end of a chapter. No, he but was, no, no, I mean, like... He was what trying did you to rhyme that? something like, with Bridget in the moment. Right. He, she's, the named, she's probably named yeah. Bridget to rhyme with midget. Mm-hmm. It's very offensive, R. Kelly. It's very offensive. Or vice versa. All right, now let's watch R. Kelly come out of the closet to be like, what is going on with these people who I told to do this? <laughs> well, don't forget he shit Look, himself. He comes out. Just comes out of the closet. They're both in the same scene at the same time. Yes. How is this possible? Nope. Nope. Different shirts. Different ties. Right. Right. Different suit. Different people. Can't really see how that, that works. Different suit, even though it actually could be the same suit with the different no, shirt. Yeah. It, I was gonna say yeah. Smoking a cigar because that's very important. Oh right. So I forgot to tell you about how ridiculous the commentary thing is. So uh, all right. But we can't play audio here, can we? Right. And I don't want to. No, wanna I'll play just it, not so it. But let me. Well, listen. No. It's it's very simple to describe. The commentary, R. Kelly recorded a video commentary of him watching Trapped in the Closet and commenting on it. Before this commentary, he's sitting in an enormous, like, easy chair, right? And he's smoking a cigar the whole time. (laughs) But because he's watching, like, you know, on an imaginary, like, screen, it's like green screen. So what is a great, what what is the best thing to have on a set when you're trying to do a very clean 
green screen chroma key? Is it smoke? Is it a bunch of cigar smoke in front of the green screen creating weird digital effects? That's what you want. So it's just R. Kelly smoking a cigar on a green screen, talking about how great he is and how great it was when he came up with this. They have... I mean, I've seen, like... I think the only time I've ever seen one is when I was doing uh, an opera in Florida. And... Um, it was the cigarette girl scene in Carmen. And uh, you know how you have those theater ones where like you, 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 you blow on them and then they, right. they, they color up. But there, there's like A-grade ones and then there's D-list ones, right? right? There are actors who are able to not smoke but get cigars that actually do that. I mean, for example, for all we know, I mean, it's R. Kelly, so we know that's a real yeah, cigar. We know it's real. And he <laughs> insisted. He was like... I was smoking a real cigar. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Again, there's this weird so thing the, where he comes out of the closet to comment. Uh, like, like I love how also whenever they show him, he's like shaking in his head like, what's wrong with these fools? But it's like, you wrote this! <laughs> All right. Also, we don't know which you you are right now. Wait, don't. so have you done the stage cigarette thing before? No. No, I saw it. Uh, but I know, like, yeah, yeah. The cabaret tour I did... They had herbal cigarettes for the opening scene because all these theaters that right, right. we played in said you can't smoke indoors. And that was fine. The one thing that uh, completely tripped people up every single night was there was a scene where our, our female lead, the girl picked Sally Bowles. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. First, first day on the job. Put um, your earmuffs on. Yeah, yeah. Um, both of them? Yeah. All right. I mean, that that'll helps. probably give you a better idea of sure. if you're audible. Yeah. How crap he is. I was get it from the one. Um, He's a looker, not a thinker. Fuck you. Bare knuckle pickups. Brought to you by Marcel. Go no, again. stop. <laughs> you're doing too much. You're overdoing it. Now they won't give me any money. <laughs> no, no, brought um, to you by your music. is by brought to you by Jamie. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the cigarettes are fake. The, the girl who played the lead... There was a scene where she was trying to explain what I think it was a prairie oyster. A what? It was a prairie oyster, and a it was like prairie a, raw, a prairie oyster. Prairie oyster. Like a oh. raw egg mixed up in Worcestershire sauce. Oh. And okay. she drank a raw egg on stage every single night. <laughs> oh, that's gross. And it was the best part of the show because you would hear people in the audience gagging every single. Night. <laughs> that's cool. So yeah, like a real cigar. Yeah, I want people to smell it's a real cigar. Yeah. If you're doing that. Yeah, I want. It should be a real cigar. Okay. But, yeah, but you can't oh, smell. You know, this is a soundstage, right? Like, this yeah. is not live. No shit. Because um, then we'd be smelling the big man's crap. That he took so in his pants. That, that would add to the authenticity of it so much. Yeah, we'll have smell of vision one day. Okay, so this day. actually answers a question. Chapter 12 is the end of the first uh, arc. Oh, okay. Which is why he comes out here and is like, what the fuck is wrong with these people who I told to do this? Wait, and this is the end? Well, no. The, uh, there's I've that, only watched and the then 22 there's... as a block before, so it's... Well, the like... end of... No, no, the end of the first arc. Right. The first story ends at chapter 12. That was all that came out when this first came out. First ch 12 Lots chapters. Of the midget, for real. No, no, the, like, the midget's wait. in like chapter 5. Okay, what the fuck are you talking about? Look, the first arc is chapters 1 through 12. They all it? take place in mundane like rooms and houses and shit like this. Nothing right. fancy or exciting happens until chapter 13, which is a completely different story, except for the fact that Sylvester's still in it, 
and I think one or two people pop up. Like I think Twan might be in it. I think I think what he's um, getting at unintentionally here is that arc may not be the the most appropriate term to use, considering every other second some crazy crap happens. No, my point is, or the, or the weird... how do you want it? What do you want to call it? Oh, I wouldn't know. Arc is the thing yeah, to call it. Arc. You can't call it chapter because they're already called chapters. Chapters one through twelve, the first installment. Yeah, we, uh, we went off on a tangent there. That's yeah. My point yeah. is. 1 through 12 is the first chunk. That's right. all that came out at first. And they came out one at a time. They pl- the, this was on television, if you did not know. This was on TV. This was on IFC, Independent Film Classics. Really? And uh, they ran the first chunk, and then I, f- I forget how long it was before the second chunk came out, but it wasn't that long because it was, it was successful. And so he was immediately like, oh, shit, I'm going to do some more of this. And then he came up with all this crazy shit because he probably also had a lot more budget for the second installment. Mm-hmm. But uh, the third one, I don't even know when that came out. I didn't even look when it when it did. Um, but the reason we're doing this is because he announced a fourth one. 2005. Was what? What? 2005 was a date I saw. I don't know if that was the last one or not. I mean, that's probably when the first one came out. Maybe. Yeah, it started in 2005. Yeah, it's really amazing the amount of research we did for this podcast. I did a lot. I felt like I did. I watched, but now, I watched now I know thing. that I did not. No, I I watched the whole thing a couple of times. <laughs> I didn't fucking Wikipedia it like we are right now. God damn, they have really detailed plot summaries in here, which is weird because I feel like I feel like several of these chapters I summarized fine and I wrote one sentence. Right. So here's the problem with reading that: it, actually seeing a paragraph summary of anything makes it worse. Well, especially when it's this. That's the storytelling style that we're dealing with. I mean, right. So, okay, so let's, let me just uh, pop back to my notes real quick. Uh, the second, okay, so the second arc starts chapter 13. Okay, the first arc, let's be clear, chapter 12 ends with uh, somebody was fucking somebody. It, it, it goes back to his wife knew, was fucking somebody else, and I think now has something... I thought there was an STD thing in the first one. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no, uh, so, no, no. very I end. I didn't rewatch the. And that's the that's whole the glory thing. of it. You just hope you you kind of know in your heart when you see that that they'll move on and he'll just make something else up. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like oh well, because the first just, one just, ended, have, just have Tim Allen come in and go. Uh? The end of this one. Right. Right. No. It's it's <laughs> everyone has AIDS and you just never ever are asked to consider it. Ever yeah. Again. Well, like. Mm. Which is, yeah, I'm not, not going to say as far as chapter 33. Um, you'll, you'll... Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, I was obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly... I, I was late to the Yankee I'm game. much, much cheaper than you then. See, the, it ends... Look, <laughs> I'm just, just for it. our purposes, guys, I'm going to put this up just for us to see. All right. It ends back in the, the room it started in. To, should, should be your screensaver. But she's on the phone... With his wife, right, and narrator R. Kelly is in the closet, on, right, Glenn. and well, then it's some reveal that somebody was banging somebody else. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, Gwendolyn saying across uh, the ass, wig wearing hoe. And me, uh, actually, that's what she on. says. I, my mind. I'm gonna run this back and play it silently because I love the, the, <laughs> the reactions from narrator R. Kelly. Like, why are you in this? We can react to it. We're human. We don't need to see your reactions to the thing you wrote. Uh, okay, let me put this up. Oh, see, that's her reacting to the thing at the end of the thing. That's why <laughs> that's supposed to be the big reveal, is her hearing something on the phone. So she's on the phone, and this is all just probably tension building and shit. And then we're going to see R. Kelly in the closet reacting like, what are they? Like, what? 
There he is. Oh, what I, was ran, that? I ran oh. out of <laughs> Yeah, oh, right, right. Wow, you noticed that. See, I don't know how you know. You must have watched these like four what times. And then it's the end, and she's like, oh my god, I heard a thing. And then that's not at all acknowledged in the, in the next chapter, which as you can see right. is now on a green screen. Completely. Oh, so Twan's back, but that's it. Like, they go to a diner. There's a whole other plot. I don't remember it. I didn't rewatch this part. But I did write down that uh, it turns into the clumps with him in old man makeup and a fat suit in chapter 13. <laughs> he gives up on the dramatic cliffhanger, right? Like, every chapter in the first arc ended with a, it was a midget, you know? <laughs> like, it right. ends with a thing that echoes, LOL. he's like, ooh, reveal. But the second thing, he's just like, ah, fuck it. And he just kind of goes, there's some stuff that happened. Um, and then he starts, but like, I had to, I wrote, the notes I wrote down were mostly ex ridiculous examples of things that he didn't need to sing, right? So chapter 14 literally starts with, time goes by, time goes by, now it's one hour later. He sings that. Here. I, I, you don't sing you, the You have me. to. You have to. You don't sing the believe me. Okay. I'm going to take the video off, put the audio back on. There was definitely uh, an ins we go. insinuation there of, well, sure. Let's do it. It's 30 minutes later. 45 minutes later. Every part of me is sad that I just I undersold this. It's worse than I said it was. This is the... No, no, no. It's this is why you actually have you to... Said it was. This is why you have There's to actually no watch big, this. I think because... This is why you have to watch it, though, because uh, it's, this is my point. I described it as like, oh, he says time goes by, time goes by, it's one hour later. What he actually would say, time goes by, it's 30 minutes later, time goes by, it's 45 minutes later. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? We get it. Just say time goes by and then go to the next thing, right? Unnecessary. The music, the music filled him. No, no, no. It, it wasn't about the story at that point. It was just about sharing his, his talents, his voice, you know? And the like, same beat. Yeah. The same beat from part one, <laughs> from chapter one, same beat. And then there's like, I he sings, it. here comes the waitress, and then a waitress shows up, gets a few lines to sing for no reason, and then goes away. Uh, that happens immediately after but this. But comes back. Yeah, like, yeah but she didn't not... need to be, and he didn't have to say, here comes the waitress. Oh, like, oh, he just, I get it. He wants, he wants you to appreciate it the same whether you see it visually or hear this, it. This but really, a lot of this feels like a reading of a show. Like, Jamie and I just... <laughs> <laughs> He's cringing. Sort oh, of. no. Um, we just did a, a reading of a show, and traditionally in a reading of a stage show... Stage reading. Yeah, stage reading. Um, everybody's seated. Like, you don't kind of have an actual set to move around. There's just a narrator who right. happens to read all of the stage direction to you, and it's terrible. But imagine that he sings all the parts. It would have been so much better. And all the no, stage directions. No, yes. it wouldn't. It yes. wouldn't. And, I, remember, I remember that guy. And, it was garbage. And imagine also, <laughs> like, imagine on. that nobody else is there. He did. It was not, like, it was not totally put together from start to end. That's the point of reason. Also, you should talk into the microphone. Yeah, you should. Right yeah, I'm, I'm afraid to. Um, <laughs> my point is... I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm, you just also, can't see it. imagine that no, I, nobody I else but are. R. Kelly is there. He probably recorded this at home. Like, why oh, would you yeah, go to a dude, studio for I was this? thinking about that at the beginning no of this reason. conversation. It's all the yeah. same beat. 
He probably made it. It has weird raindrops and shit in it. It's like... Throughout the entire fucking thing. Like, he's trying to drive you crazy with little drops of water. No, I think he made it for, for you, Matt. He's <laughs> driving you crazy. It's all for me. Um, it's always for you. Let's see. Time okay. goes by... So the, oh, the waitress does become a plot point, though. She comes yeah. back, and then eventually he, like, recognizes her. You're like, realizing things as you read these notes, right? You're like, oh, yeah, she, she, she does I don't rem- I didn't watch the second arc again because it was so bad, and oh, okay. it made so little sense. Um, there was really no reason. And I already took notes on it, so what was the point? Uh, this is why Matt says that he has me here is because I provide contradicting points, you know? Well, currently Do Marcel's just... doing that by saying it's good. That's what That's I'm saying. Real I think it's really point. good. I think it's oh. good. <laughs> you don't think you can shit this out in your sleep? Like, seriously? We Marcel. should try. Make Let's a try. beat. Marcel. Let's try. Uh, we've been, we've, yeah, now he's upset because we're going to do it. We've done a reading of a musical, and I just said someone else's art was bad, and now I'm going to get called out for it for the rest of my days in New York City. So yeah. You'll be flagged from doing the... <laughs> From now on, well, I should have I should have had you come off, to Matt. I really should have had you come to what? Something we did. This is really helpful that you're telling me about a thing you can't talk about on the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, we can well, talk about it. We just it doesn't need the <laughs> talking about. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Let's see. Okay. So, chapter eighteen. There's a bad cell phone connection. Connect, uh, there's a bad cell phone connection that takes up about eight bars of the song. Yeah. Uh, a gospel section happens. This is where we we first kind of deviate from the beat, but it still maintains the two chord structure and has the primary beat underneath. Yeah, it's just a like an instrument um, change it's, up. It's for also di- where di- the show di- jumps di- the shark. I think. How so? Like it. Talking to the microphone. I feel like I'm shouting into it. It's very no, not. It's gated. You're not. It's gated. So it's also compressed. Like you can't get too loud. Be, you're, you're, oh, you're really? being oh, less oh. loud than us. Be loud. It's fine. Um, yeah. It. Uh, it's the first episode where it actually, like, completely abandons the main storyline. Like, I thought that happened in chapter thirteen because a completely different yeah, story starts yeah, in chapter thirteen. But, like, what the? What are you doing at church, man? Like. You introduced Pimpolution. What, what does that have to do with anything? That's one of the best parts. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it never has anything to R. do Kelly with... R. Kelly peed on someone. Chapter 9 is... Uh, <laughs> sure did. Is Preacher <laughs> R. Kelly versus Pimp R. Kelly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Total Dr. Doolittle for Eddie Murphy thing there, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, mm. Why I, did, I also don't okay. see what the, the Preacher ha- uh, has as, like, a purpose. I suppose I'll say that, because he, you know... Even seeing as far as I've seen, it's like, uh... Jeff telling me more shit about Father John Misty. Ah, yeah! Jeff Roth! podcast that shit so hard. You know what? You should have him on. I will. He's going to be on for that episode, for sure. He's he's going to disagree with you so much. And and you know what? I'll be the media. Right, exactly. But the point point is... Right, but the problem is I'm going to have to listen to that album first. <laughs> That's the problem. You just well, sat through a, a, an entire Disney metal album. Yeah, it was terrible, but it was kind of inert. Oh, we, we listened to, like, like Taylor Swift's 1989. Probably, like we probably didn't... because... No, you listened to the Ryan Adams 1989. Oh, okay. I, bought, right. I, right. I actually Which... bought both of those albums at the same time. Both 1989s? Yeah. I had to know. 
That's Spotify. <laughs> I, looked, I looked directly you have to, into, you have to buy into the ARC. Know. <laughs> That's what that was. Where do you think we listened to it from? I didn't <laughs> buy it. I streamed it. I legally streamed it, and we fair use podcasted it. Was, was, and then I lost it. <laughs> yes. Wait, was Jeff Roth t- messaging you on, on uh, Facebook? Yes. Just now. Yeah. yeah about yeah, yeah. about Father John Misty and yeah, yeah, pure yeah. comedy. He said, "Okay, I'm, well, fine. All right. It's an interactive podcast now." Yep. <laughs> Yo, I've been listening to Pure Comedy nonstop, and I'm 100% sold on its brilliance. I'd love to do your podcast if you want to do an episode on it. I'm just gonna give him a thumbs up because I'm doing a podcast right now. <laughs> oh, so, he, 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 tell him he should be fucking watching it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't react to that. Fine. I mean, uh, I, I I shared it, so so I mean, let's yeah. see. I don't know if I got any messages. Well, I wanted to do. That. What you can to? message Matt Lee. Uh, or me, um, about, I don't know, questions about what we're watching. I mean, yeah. suffice it to say, we're all telling you you should watch Trapped in the Closet. Or find me on LinkedIn. Yeah, find Marcel on LinkedIn. You can find me on About Me. To please right. don't look that up. I've tried to delete it so many times. Yes. I, I wrote something uh, down that I don't, I don't 100 percent understand. But this, okay. this could have just been me slipping into madness at the time. This is <laughs> very possible. This is me just losing it. I just see you rocking back and so, forward on okay. your couch. So chapter 19, I wrote, uh, is preacher R. Kelly versus pimp R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly clearly watched a lot of Eddie Murphy and Tyler Perry. I wrote, the closets are all the same. There are always closets and someone hiding, perhaps trapped, in them. Makes it look like they redid the same room several times. I think what I mean is that every time there's an interior of a closet, it looks like the same closet. I, I'm, I'm not sure when or why I oh, thought that. No, 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 no. There is one more closet appearance coming up. Remember, it's oh, like yes. referenced. Yes, yes, it's yes. referenced. It's yeah. Um, it's not in this chapter though. Do you think it would have been overkill if there were more um, clo- closet this appearances? Is a stunning attention to detail. Oh, this is chapter twenty. <laughs> is what where it's is. happening. Have you not listened to the podcast before? Because. Uh, no, That's I It's kind of I the have. jam. Yeah, I think he's your biggest fan. All right. Uh, it's chapter 20. Uh, oh, uh, this must be, <laughs> oh, this must be what you're talking about. Because chapter 20 climaxes with a character describing to another character the reveal from the previous chapter. <laughs> and, quote, he told him he was in a hospital. Oh, yeah, that's why, because it's the same slats in the closet. Oh, this is why I was like, hold on, I get this picture. Meanwhile, he decides to play an, an old man hiding. Wait, he's looking at himself. What the fuck? Is this more time no, travel? No, 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 no. This is, yeah, it is time travel like in a reference. Uh, he's talking about the memory of when oh, he right, was in right. the closet watching the Reverend. Oh, right. So he's describing it. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, right. It climaxes with him describing a previous climax. Can you feel? This is so much better without sound. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, yeah. Do you, I mean, we can, we can fill it in, though, right? What the hell? I want Jamie to sing all the What parts. the hell happened? I feel like he's demonstrated the uh, encyclopedic knowledge and uh, vocal skills that takes again. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Guys, get you This is where, like, this is actually one of the best games you can do at home, like a drinking game or something where, where you... You, uh, you you turn commercials off in between the volume, and then you narrate, like you pick a character, mm. and then you, you, you say over it. The only problem is that, like you're saying, I don't think I could do this justice because I have to, like, think of, like, the verbatim lines and stuff, <laughs> you know? Um, the, uh, Rufus is the old man here. Uh, he's definitely one of my other favorite characters. <laughs> oh, um, really? And why is he your favorite character? What about his character? Sets him apart, Jamie. 
What makes him set him apart? Hey, um, he reminds me. Believable character. He reminds me of a couple of people. He reminds me of the old dad in uh, in the Nutty oh. Professor from oh. what I remember. So it's that he's dressed like an old man. That's what makes him a unique character. Is that he's dressed like an old man, much like Eddie Murphy was I mean, dressed I, like an old I, man. I enjoy when he's. I enjoy when he's got. Um, uh, I see where this I, is going. I don't. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pointing out the uh, the 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 thinness of the. Characterization. Well, that's and how plot. you become another character. You dress as something else. Dress like an old man. Yeah, but something, and do, and something do a voice. else. Yeah. But not for 20 chapters. Don't do a voice for. <laughs> no, sorry. Don't do a do voice it. for 18 chapters. Do it. Do it. Do it. Unless it's a do white it person. Now. And then do a voice. So when we do a video for this, we should hire Matt and dress Matt in like 20 different costumes. That's right. Video for what? Literally anything. Yeah, literally anything. We talked about this. We talked about this before. How we're we're like gonna do some kind of. Uh, uh, you said, couldn't you sit down and fart this out in your sleep? I'm like, yeah, that's oh, a good idea. Yeah. And then we said we'd do it. Right. Yeah, so we are. Um, that's what I've been saying. I would love. I want to make up. Seen us discussing us during this episode. <laughs> right. I. I <laughs> <laughs> this is your most interesting podcast ever. <laughs> oh, this is. I'm still. Oh wait, when does this happen? Sometimes narrator R. Kelly appears in a black suit with a cigar. Sometimes he appears in a white suit in front of a green screen of the rest of the show. Yeah, you know, like some sort of R&B pimp angel. <laughs> That's an awesome reference. I do. I like right. your previous comment, and I like this. You know what's really this stupid? is why I write things down. Why? Because why? when I write things down, it's good. So that's why I read it back, and that's why maybe don't talk over it when I do. Just for future reference. Let me uh, the uh, noted. Proceed. The um. The green screen part, you're right, because, so going going back, going way back to James pulling him over, the cop pulling him over in the car. Right, Omar. Um, right, for everyone else that knows what that bloody is, because I don't. Omar from The Wire. And I don't know what the fuck that is. You should. That's your problem, that you haven't seen The Wire. Sounds like a person problem. It is. If you I think he's he's brown nosing both of us here. Pick a side, motherfucker. No. Um, so no, the, the so he's driving the car, right? And obviously, if it's not one of his cars, he's had to pay an unscrupulous amount of money to get that bloody car, whatever it might be, right? Mm-hmm. But he green screens getting pulled over, and they have a cop car in the back. When you have to pay an amount of money to get an old cop car and then do it up for a video, you would think that you would just bloody record it instead of green screening it. <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> right. In, in 2005, it didn't matter if you were playing with a Razor or, or any kind of like small Samsung phone that wasn't a smartphone. You could just put that crap in like the... Uh, close to the... I don't know what you call the windscreen. The front the windshield? window. The windshield, right. Yeah. Uh, I beg your pardon, when, uh, windshield. Um, just put it in the front part of the car, you know, looking at you. There, there was a way it could have been done, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. As opposed to green screen and it. it, it I, hey, look, it's, it's, it's ironic because I can afford to get this converted cop car, so now I'm going to do a green screen part so you, you understand that I do have money, but just for this one segment, I decided not to use it. There. A neg part of it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I came to your site you for go. a wee minute. <laughs> You're like, yeah, but that was chapter five. What podcast do you think this is? I just yeah. know that I'm, I'm, this, I'm the look, nice no, guy. Look, it's fine. If you like it, that's fine. You're welcome to enjoy Trapped in the Closet as much as you want. I love you, Corey Taylor. Um, what? <laughs> Ugh. Oh, That's a whole other issue. Let's not get so, don't don't cross contaminate the issues. <laughs> I just like saying things there's, that piss you off. I'm there's going to be another. Nothing pisses me off though. I don't care. You Fred can listen to Durst. 
Fred Durst. There's, oh. there's going to be an entire other episode Listen. of this podcast where we just throw eggs at you. I think and it's like, only audio. Listen, I, you know what? I could do that. Maybe, again, maybe I haven't been listening, but like every other episode, I say you can listen to whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a shit. Listen, any bad music you want doesn't make it less bad. And if you enjoy it, then fine, enjoy it. I kind of enjoy parts of Trapped in the Closet. It just makes me want to do it myself because I feel like I could come up, like, I could literally just get, you know, like, like blackout. I don't even get blackout drunk, but I get blackout <laughs> drunk and make yeah, up yeah, a yeah, better yeah. fucking hip hopera than this shit. Make any beat that's two minutes long. How do you think we're going to write the thing that we're doing? Right. <laughs> oh, God. No, I I just enjoy watching your your buttons get pushed for like right. like obvi- obviously really bad people like Fred Durst. He's not bad. What is I'm what just, is the worst? I feel like you're saying I like you how you're doing the that. thing you do on your podcast when I'm on your podcast. What? It's like you're commenting on the thing we're doing. It's like too meta. <laughs> uh, uh, it's like. You've watched the show, except you haven't watched the show, and you're like, yeah, I have. that's the thing you do on the show. You're doing it. I'm that's like, yeah, not, that's, well, that's not, not what the... I'm trying to say if that's what right. you're interpreting. Because you clearly haven't listened to the show enough. <laughs> yes, I bloody have. <laughs> then, why there, then why aren't you used to this? This is normal. This is how the show goes. I, I yell about I music. Do you not understand the premise of yes, this I, show? Yes, I fucking do. That's not I what I was commenting on. I was commenting on the fact that I enjoy using trigger words for you. I don't care about Slipknot. I'm not talking about it. I don't care. You can be a maggot if you want. Oh. Oh. That's oh. their That's their shirt yes. yeah. I know that's what So do I know You made it The things about the band you like that is bad I don't I, oh. I, I, I don't I don't like Extensively listen to them I've just listened to their music previously and I don't care <laughs> Listen to them all you want oh my God. You can listen to Periphery some more if you want to I don't like them either <laughs> We're gonna have we're gonna have an entire episode where we try to give you an aneurysm by telling you how great Passion Pit is. I don't know who that is. Passion Pit is so bad you can't even it's... make me. No, I just will feel bad for you if you do that. Power I will literally just be like, I'm sorry that. And power metal's pathetic. Way. Yeah, that's what the Disney episode metal was about. Yeah, it was like the worst style of music that you could turn Disney music into to make it worse. Oh, and it's the did. only style. It's probably, the, yeah, I was gonna say it's probably the only one that, that would translate turn Disney music into. No, you can turn it. It's uh, it's like ABC music. You can turn it anything. But if you're gonna turn it into metal, I mean that's that's the one. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, you wouldn't want it. No one else would want to adapt Disney song. Although to be fair, uh, I mean it could be done better. <laughs> that's not. Yeah. Debatable. Yeah. It was, it's the, it's, really? It's the worst way you could do it, but it's also... Like, anybody, yes, yes. Well, the point is, you wouldn't want to because it would be stupid, because the songs are dumb, and there's no reason to do it at all. But if you did, you could do it better than that Disney Metal album did. Like, clearly. Like, anyone who kind of remotely cared was like... I heard, like if, okay, for example... Yes, you know how nobody who uh, was getting paid would do it better. That's the point. Like, if they'd been willing to pay anybody more, like, I'm sure Mike Viscara is not expensive. So, like, any other metal singer probably would have cost more and probably would have been slightly more interesting. There's literally an but album... But would have wanted to have a say, and that's not how Disney works. Right. But the point is... Um, R. Kelly peed on someone. No. Worse, worse things have happened. To, well, Halfway no. The, I don't know. You guys are really good at just whenever I'm about to tell you a fact, you manage to stop it. Um, All right. We have a goal. Something about, uh, oh, God, I don't know. I lost it now. 
think about the Disney Metal episode. It's we not the it. first time. It's like your your worst worst power metal covers have been done. The worst right. the worst thing about uh, this one was really just that it was fucking bland. It was really really, which again is partially power metal's fault. But in fact, what other uh, metal album has been done with songs that were all in major keys? Um, every single track on the album. I don't know for sure, but I really don't know. I couldn't say for sure. It because was that, was, that was the most distressing part. Like, aesthetically, yeah, it was, That's true. It was a competent power but again, metal record. But again, I'm so used to power metal. There's so many major key power metal songs. It's like the most major of, of, power, of metals. Yeah, but this was, this was the most aggressively so. Oh, yeah, yeah, because definitely. Because it's... Right, because the songs were already just in major keys. Because you have to make kids happy. Yeah. And that's not... Well, <laughs> you can make... But don't, don't give Disney credit just because like, they do the bare minimum shit to make kids happy. Like, I'm not. Okay, good. Right. <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so let's see. Uh, what else do I got? Yeah, we haven't even hit the end of this thing. Well, I'm only going up to chapter 20 22. That's all I've seen. And, yeah, like whole, about, and I don't remember any of this, but, that, but I have plenty of notes, so I don't have to see it again. So chapter 21, he does a voice for the Italian mobster stereotype. Two for two, voices for white people. Uh, yeah, oh, so crushed it. Yeah, so yeah. There's, there's only Bridget in arc one, and in arc two, there's an Italian mobster. He then tries to Just sell him a pasta factory. eating spaghetti through the entire... Yeah, he tries to sell him a pasta turns. factory. Uh, then, oh, it turns out in chapter 21... Oh, it turns out chapter 21 was a dream the whole time. Well, half the time, I don't know. I'm not sure if anything actually happened. He said, tell your wife I said hello, this guy, last line. Second list, about nothing. Uh, yeah, I, was probably, I was losing my mind at this point, clearly. <laughs> chapter 22, one of them calls the police station to talk to Omar... Yeah, the, the police officer. Got you. So he doesn't really need to exist, but he does, and he's fat. White cop with another terrible white voice, then some other new white girl who also exists only to answer the phone for another established character, Big Man, a.k.a. The Mid. Four white people with goofy voices. 90% of the rest of the characters are R. Kelly's regular voice, except, yeah. So, this is, so in Chapter 22, he introduced, like, Chapter 21 and chapter 22, he added three more white characters. I think just because he was he like missed doing the white voice or something. <laughs> because suddenly there's three more characters. It was only Bridget at first, and then he's like, I miss doing those voices that aren't like just me Pip Lucius or time. Rufus. Like yeah. the whenever he dresses up as somebody, he kind of did a different voice, right? Right. Did he? I'm not. The... <clears throat> or maybe not. No, no, not consistently, but he did do. You know, maybe he did do. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't, like, any positive correlation. Everyone cares about the package. Chapter 22 is just everyone calling everyone else about the package and then to be continued. Yeah. What the fuck was the... Uh, the I... So, none of us have seen 23 through whatever. Yes, I have. Yes. You have. Yeah. All right. So they don't answer that. <laughs> yeah, they? that makes nope. me so happy. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> no, there's a positive In correlation. They don't answer it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't get answered. It's, it's, you, you, think, you, think, you think it's something to do that... with like AIDS or chalk or anything, and it doesn't get answered. And it, 
It's not that it's infuriating to... I no, 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 no. I, you just get distracted. But that's the goal. Right. It's like you said. It's unanswered. Here's the next part. Blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> no, that was that was the whole first thing. So yep. Everybody's slipping with everybody. Fine. Everybody has HPV. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, you didn't figure that out. We didn't, we didn't think gone. we'd have to address that and spell it out to you. Like, we thought okay, you'd get right. it on your own. Yeah, right. Well, here we are. Yeah. We get to make ten more episodes. Well, <laughs> technically, as long as he's not dead, he can make as many bloody episodes as he wants. And if he has money. Well, that's really, that's the big one, right? I think R. Kelly has money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I'm excited for 63. Well, yeah, so I, you know, I just pictured this whole thing. Um, just him recording it. At home and just kind of like making shit up as it, because you know, I'm sure he's got to have a studio at home, yeah, yeah. Uh, at least for vocals. And mm. since it was a very, I mean, he probably made that beat himself. I don't know for sure, I didn't look it up, but it didn't sound like there's nobody getting a a huge, huge credit for for making that, they, they, that sick beat. <laughs> they should have an episode that's completely unanswered, but just a standalone. So, like, if you're talking about arcs or whatever, um. It should you be should. something like he's in the closet, and then he's like, and then he saw this thing, and then it was this thing, and then it just doesn't get answered, and then, but just one episode, and it's like two minutes. You should do and like an you said, it's all filler. episode with your own mock better be just never acknowledging that it's there. Wait, do what? Just, just do an entire podcast about something else with your own fake trapped in closet beat in the background, <laughs> just never, never talking. Wait, about but it. I sing the whole episode. Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, that's what you'd have to do. Yeah. That would be the deal. Just, just get more and more upset about the existence. We should do another... Level. Okay, so... Because this is, okay, is, is going to be the first Trapped in the Closet episode, but it's not going to be the only one. Part of the reason we decided to do one at all was because he announced he was going to do a fourth installment. And I was like, well, we better cover at least the first one or two. And then I didn't want to pay for the third one, so we'll do this one, and then I'll pay for the third one before the next one we do. We'll but, pitch in and just... It's what it watch it with you. But yeah, so the uh I don't know. Uh but oh I know. So I was gonna say we should do we should do like a little mini thing where we, we talk about it in the style of trap in the closet. Like we wouldn't we wouldn't stream it because it'll be risk because it'll probably get flagged. But we just like vocal lesson before. We'll uh, we'll have to make We'll just sing today. over the No no, we'll just use the backing track. It's on. That's what, it's, it's on YouTube. I mean, I'm feeling pretty vindicated by this idea. I'm, I'm going to sing everything as well, semitone no, sharp. If I make up a, <laughs> if I make yeah. a beat to just make one up over, we should just make up a whole original thing that's at least as dumb as trapped in the closet, and then insist that we should make at least as much money as it has. But <laughs> like, here's right. the thing. So, right. our, okay, R. Kelly is a good singer, right? He's obviously a very good singer. Right. I don't yeah. at all discount that. But like maybe he didn't, like I don't uh, I don't know his history as far as songwriting, but I'm pretty sure he's not like writing a lot of his own stuff. And this kind of really really makes me think he hasn't written much of his own stuff in the past. Um other than lyrics, obviously. Um but no, Eddie Murphy wrote this and Tyler Perry uh, directed it. <laughs> 
No, right? he no, he definitely. I'm actually. I wonder if he technically directed it. <laughs> Let's find out. Yeah, you can see him talking to himself. Then you should say you pull out your Beretta. I pull out my Beretta. Oh, he directed it because he does the director's commentary. All right, let me see if I can at least find the image of this because it's it's very amusing. We're gonna get that sponsorship. <laughs> I actually really like the sound though. I wanna get some. <laughs> really? I think the yeah. only thing left to do is to find and actually fight the bare knuckle pickup guy. <laughs> no, because you know that guy lives on gin and he will beat the crap out of you. <laughs> I think we also do. Yeah, that's, that's about right. And uh did you, I didn't know it was called Mother's Rune. Uh, what do you need? Turn it, just turn it off and on the the power button there. Right I don't know what the fuck. It's, yeah, it's, turn it off. Turn it back on. Um. Yeah, yeah. Jen was called Mother's Rune. Okay. And apparently, my aunt told me this when uh, la the end of last year when she came to the states to visit my family, and uh, apparently it's because mothers would drink it and then go bonkers in the street. There you go. Oh, there it goes. You just had to jiggle it. Is that a wig on the floor? Yes. yes. Oh, it's important. <laughs> How did you not notice that? That was like a key element in like the, the crusty ass wig wearing hole comment. Also, I just love crusty ass wig wearing hole. <laughs> She's a very pretty lady. You sort of get the point after that. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, this oh, is, shit, oh, is, it? is this okay to play audio on? Uh, I'm not. I'm not risking it. The point no, is, no, I no, want to no. try to find him doing. This isn't what I want. To do. I want him doing the commentary in his on a fucking green screen in like an enormous easy chair with a cigar. But it's this isn't it anyway. So never mind. I mean, that was cool to watch, though. All right, well, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out for the next one. We'll find some way to we'll address the commentary. I'm still thing. amazed at what's going on already. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, final thoughts on Trapped in the Closet. I think it's awesome. Love it. Yep, still a fan. Yeah. Excited for it. Uh, <laughs> Listen, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. You can be a fan of any bullshit you want. Listen, off my I, nose. I think if, uh, if any single person sitting at this table could do it better... <laughs> I would be in a position to shit on it. Pick a pick a can. stupid topic. Pick a dumb stupid topic. Nobody should write John like Sudano. a piece of music John about. John Sudano. Back at you. Yeah, Person yes. is not a topic. No topic. Like a no. <laughs> a topic. I think Jamie's recommending that John Sudano something just write a musical. No something parallel. Something parallel. Okay, no. I'm turning your camera off if you do that oh, again. Okay. <laughs> Something parallel to Trapped in the Closet. Something as stupid that can be forgotten after the first chapter as Trapped in the Closet. I will happily make a response to Trapped in the Closet. I want to make a response to Trapped in the Closet. But I need it, what is it going to be about? And it has to be better than Trapped in the Drive-Thru, because Weird Al's already technically done it, so... No, I'm not Weird, weird Al fan. Nothing? Uh, is everybody bloody looking at me for... Well, he asked you the question. I asked yeah. both of you. Yeah, oh, both of us. Suck okay. it. <laughs> uh, uh, Donald Trump. I already said we should do a hip-hop 
uh, a, a rap musical about Trump and Putin's bromance. There you go. But that's not really, that wouldn't really be like an R&B thing, though. I think that would be more like... Ah, uh, you could do it. That is the, uh, the Bre- first three chapters it, trapped it. in the closet. Um, Scotland's independence. No, don't ever touch that. I'll kill you. I will kill you. But from you the, the perspective of the British. <laughs> and I wasn't going to anyway. I was like, whoa. Uh, I don't think you can read me well. I should take the classes yeah. off next time. <laughs> Um, yes, you should. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, 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 I can't think of any. <coughs> no, I think it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. It doesn't change my life. I, I love it. Yeah. And uh, I just think it's witty, some of the... Um... You know you love it ironically, right? You know that... <laughs> I'm just trying to be clear. You're you like, know thank that... you for telling me about this. I'm like, yeah. Putin I'm also enjoyed it the way you were enjoying it when it first came out. Sure. That doesn't make it less shitty. I just want to be clear. No, no, no. But I'm not trying to take it as, as like an, it doesn't make less as like a... an entire thing. It, it, it's the, it's the, um, the devices that I appreciate that like recits. Go and do it. I'm going to do it, Dan. Go oh. and do it. I, I just well, appreciate see, here's another, This is actually you know? an interesting point because I hate recitative. Like, really? In all forms. It's my least... Anytime I saw anything from opera, they go... With super titles? Regardless, just, just mm-hmm. the fact that they, in between songs, I prefer musicals where they just like talk in between songs, like you said. And then the, the purpose of the song is because I cannot express myself unless I sing. I mean, I get that because, then, because... Go ahead. But in opera, it's like, the song's over, it's like, okay, I'm just going to go to the bathroom now. See you guys later. I mean, it's a comic device, depending on whether it's a tragedy or not. And then on top right. of that, you know, people that, that cannot take anything outside of a three or four don't like gent, don't yeah. like uh, progressive music. And, and I, I find it to be intellectually... We um, really can't do a podcast Provocative in a positive way. Pressing you know? the gent button in the response can. And, well, I mean, you know, progressive, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Right. Um, like, it, it, the point, point being that, you know... It, I don't think that recits are here or there, and in in a sense, of course, if you're you're talking about this, but no, I'm just saying, like like uh, aesthetically, I don't I don't like I've never liked yeah, them. Yeah. I've yeah. always been like, what are they? What are they, what are they well, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, I understand. You know, yeah. I, I talked to to someone about that the other night. You know, it was like, um, you know, someone said, and and they were being funny, they were being facetious, but also there was a degree of truth. They said, I don't want to bloody count to seven or thirteen, and I'm like, oh, man, I love writing seven. <laughs> I love it. But you know, I I totally get that too. Like you know, you know, keep keep me enthralled in the momentum of 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 of, of this composition. Don't pull me out for a second. You know, um, I I get that. I remember like when I was a kid, and I turned around to my mum in a car, and I was probably like three or four or something. She, you know, she always had good radio stations on. There was you know 80s music, and um, and it was uh, my friends by. Uh, the Chili Peppers, when it goes to I love all of you, her by the cold, they do that stereo recording effect where two voices are layered on top of each other because they didn't really have autocorrect, uh, pitch correct there. And it creates a chorus effect where when one voice is off or they're both freaking off, mm. then it's acceptable to the ear. And, and I, you know, I said, you know, why is that guy singing bad mum? And she said, oh, you know, it's, uh, it's characteristic. Some people like that. Mm. And then in the same, like, breath i have a memory of being like i don't like why that guy's voice is shaking listening to luciano pavarotti and now i'll cry my eyes out listening to him you know mm-hmm. it, it's like not only will uh, perspectives change at some point but i totally understand that 
I just like in the same way where like, you know, we'll never, I, I'll never like growl or scream or do anything in, you know, in any composition or performance of metal, but I love it. It's like, I've, I've still got to give Meshuggah like the, te- the fifth, like, uh, listen, because I can't stand that guy's voice, you know, but then I'll listen to like, um, what's his name from Lama God? Or, uh, and I, I, I remember when I first heard Laid to Rest, I was like, <clears throat> can't do the voice. And now I love Lama God, uh, Macedon, because they cannot sing live as well <laughs> as they can. People are yeah. like, you know, Macedon, a great band that doesn't want to do vocals. I'm like, no, it's because they're not that good at it. Yeah. But I love Macedon, you know, but yeah, they, they cannot. Have, they have like three vocalists who aggregate to one like, okay, vocalist. Yeah, and they finally got the dude that never sung Bill Kelleher to sing, and, and he shouldn't have sung. But, but you know, but I don't care. Like, it's his yeah, art, and it's, it's, and, yeah. and it's not going to piss me off if he's off pitch, you yeah. know? But it, it's something that, you know, I'm, I'm okay with. It's like, you know, I was talking about that playlist before that came on when I was home, and I just literally went up to the TV and just turned it off. I was like, ah, I'm not doing it. Uh, I can't listen to that second round of uh, Take me into your loving arms. Like, I cannot do it. Cannot do it, man. But I'm sure if it was on in the background <laughs> once, it'd be fine. Right. It's, fine. it's inert I, music. Yeah. It's banal. It's, like, non-threatening. How, how long would it take me to get punched in a in a pub playing Ed Sheeran? How many plays? I, I meant, like, putting it on the jukebox. You know, yeah, there's going to be mean. some twat that plays it on the jukebox anyway. No, no, no. That, like, how many plays? What are you doing? Are you standing there staring at people in the eyes after you play it repeatedly? Yeah, let's say, let's say I want like, to find the fastest you way to get there. Because, like, no one's going to pay attention to you putting it on or know that it's going to... Because you know how, like, okay, so then we have to set, like... These are final thoughts on R. Kelly's trapped in the closet. <laughs> like, um... Everyone has some VD, and we're excited to see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so are you... So did you, so are you uh, was your thing that the package was VD? Like, I'm confused. What the fuck else is going to be? I mean, be? yeah, but that's an assumption, right? What do you think right? it is? What, what I don't know. Say? They were just talking about the, the fucking package. I, I have no... Again, I didn't... I didn't rewatch the second arc before this podcast, which right. I intended to, and this is why I can't remember so, some of these details. All right, so the the Wikipedia page for this, if you go back to it, because you were on it, um, begins with a chart of who slept with who. <laughs> Great. <laughs> sure does. I, I also attempted to do my research and was stifled by whatever Matt's looking at right now. Uh, it's there. No, no, go up. Yes, <laughs> definitely not. Not there yet. I mean, okay, so this is a re- okay. Let me look at the, so. Background. Plot. Nope, nope, that's it right there. Oh, there. Oh, that's we. Oh, let me yeah, hold on. Let me push that up. Okay. Oh let me put that up God. on the screen because that's fucking weird. That's so much. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> everyone calls everyone who was slept with everyone, and that's kind of the point of the last episode. Right, but the old lady didn't sleep with everyone, or is that just because she's the communicator of, of the whole thing? Uh, she's the nosy neighbor. Okay, so that, that's her, uh, yeah, that's, her that's relevance a, that's there. Her thing. Um, <laughs> character relationship. 
It's a lot. Uh, it's a lot. We could have to Rufus. Man, we could have just put uh, this up on a screen and uh, big, say big like fifty-five to Bridget. Twan. It's Twan. It's Twan. None of this matters it's though. Twan. Do you understand? Okay, but you understand. For, for uh, we could have put this up, but it wouldn't save us any time because none of this is relevant to the musical criticism. No, but we've already the plot the is irrelevant. We don't have to say Twan. That's that's what the relevance. I've been the saying Twan the whole time. Oh, you, you, were, you were right. You were right. Either of us here to criticize the music. Twan. We were both in defense of it from the jump. Yeah, which is really weird because it's terrible and it's two minutes long. But uh, you know, when yeah, it but that's how most popular music is. Like you just no, uh... but if the music is two minutes long. The piece is like two hours. So how many pieces of music are two minutes of music repeated for like? 90 minutes. You've obviously never done any musicals. <laughs> well, this is why I don't, that's why I don't like most musicals. Because, yeah, yeah I like uh, the concept of musicals. I like the idea of musicals. Bi- Billy, I like musicals in theory. D- uh, and like five actual ones. Are you familiar with Billy Connolly? The Scottish oh, yeah, comedian? yeah, yeah. Really? Dude, I gotta show you this clip not... of him talking about Frank Zappa I found the other day. You're kidding me, really? No. Well, after this is over. Oh, sure, watching. sure. And he also has a clip on opera. And how he, he says... I think it's two thirds too long. Like, yes. cause I remember you talk about like Ray Jen songs, and you're yeah. like, I just I don't think they have to be that long. <laughs> right. And and he makes this great comment on opera, and and I mean you have to watch it. There's no way I can bring it to justice in a synopsis, but he's basically like, you know, first of all, it starts off with like um, the young grenadier, and he's fifty odd bloody years old, and he's yes. young, and he says, and then Carmen or whoever, this huge blimp of a woman, and uh, th- this is verbatim, and then he's like, she's like, Gustav, don't go away. Yes, I must. Like you're shitting on residency, <laughs> but he's like, but please, no. I'm going away. <laughs> Far over there. And over the hill. And gone. <laughs> Far away. Yes. And then it's like, but please, I'll jump your bones anytime you want. Yes. Don't go away. <laughs> and he's like, and my mother looks interested in too. We can set you up in business. And he's like, no, I'm going away. <laughs> Over the hill, up the other side, you can't see it because there's a hill in the way. And then it gets to the end and he's like, and then the lights dim down. And he looks down, taps his foot and goes, I'm going away, I'm going away, I'm going away over there, far over there, to get away from you, your bloody crap. I'm going over there. And then... The lights come up and the whole company comes out. He's going away. He's going away. He's going away over there. And he's like, yeah. "Okay, I get." <laughs> like, like so, that's right. That's actually right. Well, that, it I mean, sounds that's... like what you're both saying is that, to a certain degree, in both musical theater and maybe in opera, yep. "Trapped in the Closet" is like idiomatically correct. Taking yes, a small yeah, amount of music material yeah, and spreading yes, it out. No, you're right. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> yes, that's not yes saying no. anything positive about Trapped in the Closet, but it's saying so many bad things about musical theater. <laughs> yes, so no. I, I think uh, there was no key change, though. Right. There was no hashtag pop right. And there was no, there was no yeah. like unison, like, uh, and we all got AIDS. Right. True. Also important. Um, Sorry, that's your field. <laughs> I stepped on it. Well, it's a one-man cast. It's um, a one-man musical. Yeah, I think, you know, the thing that makes me happy about that trip is that, you know, the one of the ideas I've been expressed about musical theater is that you sing when 
your emotions run so high that you just can't speak what you're feeling yeah. anymore. And I love to just believe that that is R. Kelly's default state of being. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's constantly too emotional That's just to where speak. He is all the time. Oh, God. Um, the, the other thing that really runs true, and I think the point I was trying to make about uh, something that Jamie and I had worked on is like, the fact that you sing stage direction, and and to the example Jamie just gave, is it's so distracting and it's so off-putting that like I, I don't really know that any <laughs> staged reading of anything can ever time goes by really work. <laughs> it's Thirty minutes later, yeah. Time goes by. Yeah, yeah. Now, oh, no, 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 no. Right. Well, we, you know, you know what? To 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 neg and to 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 nitpick on that, there is uh, not not an opera. There's no like narration point of that. It's always a character. Like, and they'd be saying, "I'm lamenting that time is going by," or "I am I'm anxious because of." Mm. It, you right. know, you usually find a way to indicate that time has passed without saying it in the song. Yep. Right. This is kind of my point, is that what R. Kelly did was reduce absolutely everything to first, and this partially makes sense because, again, he probably just recorded it before even considering making video. He's like, he probably did like a chapter or two, and then he was like, this thing I'm making is great. I gotta, oh, this is brilliant. I just gotta keep, it's got such a complex storyline, everybody's fucking everybody. And, uh... <laughs> you, you mean he took it in the literal, like, oh, this is a good thing since and not this is hilarious and everyone's no. gonna lose oh, it? No, no, he has no self-awareness, I don't think. <laughs> I think he's completely It's like you said he has to sing it. Or sense it's of humor, just, probably. It, he has to be at that level of intensity all the time. It's just who he is. Yeah. yeah. And this is the only way that he can and be he himself. And he means it. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Um, it's, uh... It's the only way it works. It's the remix to Ignition, hot and fresh out the, the kitchen. kitchen. Oh, I've never heard the not oh, remix to Ignition, oh, by the way. Oh, I, is I, there I one? Had, no, you know, you know what's really, crap? you know what's really funny? I think I did. Do you remember Doctor K, the the karaoke? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, right. So that the, there was this karaoke thing where you know we would all go to where you know um, we Ashley and I met and everyone. Um, we uh, we went to uh, uh, this place, you know, mid. 137th Street. Regardless, I went to go do remix to Ignition. I wanted to do it. I was like, oh yeah, it's going to be great. Whatever. Specifically the remix. Not the original. But then... The remix to Ignition. Then Ignition came on. Hot and and I was like, the what the heck are you playing? Oh. You, I, I, the karaoke uh, bait and switch. <laughs> like, because you didn't know? Because you, oh, you didn't know? Like, why would they even have a karaoke version of the not remix? Yeah. Just to fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Dr. K is not. I mean, similarly, I've, my, my, so, okay, so my go-to R. Kelly is I'm a Flirt, which is only available also in the, well, I don't know if the remix is the only version available in karaoke. It is the only version I've heard. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd never heard it. But the reason you know that I'm a Flirt is a remix is because R. Kelly's last verse in it, mm. like after several verses, Two guest rappers. It's like a five-minute song, and you're like four and a half minutes, in and he's like, "It's the remix," and you walk up and then when the band and then he's going, and it's like he has the he stops to be like, "It's not over, it's not over, cause it's the remix," and now I'm gonna sing about how it's the remix. That sounds like how he wrote. <laughs> exactly. We know R. Kelly's deal. We get R. Kelly. Yeah. I, I I mean, I, it, it's it's funny to me. Or not funny because you know you know how when when a lot of people will say whether they're they're music lovers or not you know I don't know uh, group names band names artist names I just know songs 
or I don't even know the names of the songs, blah, blah, blah. And then when you fall into that category yourself, maybe not even because it's a genre that you're not well versed in, but it's like the only R. Kelly song I know pretty much all the words to, but no other R. Kelly song. You're like, I'm a flirt. That's my go-to. I'm like, oh, he has other songs. Right? And that's like the only R. Kelly song I like really like. (laughs) But it's also, it also helps that it's, well, it's, I I mean, I've talked about it on the podcast before. It was on a Guilty Pleasure episode, which, by the way... Oh, yeah, yeah, got, yeah. My, got my student, yeah. Juan, if, if one's watching. Hi, Juan. Well, yeah, and make a, he, he that was the first one he went to. Oh, nice. Yeah. And get your get your list ready, because we got to do that one. Um, I'm going to save speak- you with that podcast. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I I think uh, I, I just want to make Matt listen to an entire Passion Bit album so badly. <laughs> Well, I don't think you can, I don't think you can do like an entire album as a guilty pleasure we, because we, then you're clearly not guilty. No, enough. I just, you're I, clearly right. Right. unremorseful think, and therefore must be punished. <laughs> I just I just kind of want to watch your face as you go through it. It can just be a. Oh, that's some of the shit I was saying before. This by, is like, the triggering. It's like the kind yeah. of like <laughs> don't do that again. That actually looked like your face was melting for the right. Thing. That's what it feels like because I'm just like I'm gonna go to sleep now because oh, nothing is happening in reality that's worth hearing. Like. The vibrations in my ears are just like, that's what that, that's how that music sounds like in my head. What was funny is that when we listened to that, um, that 1989 cover album, <laughs> great lost episode of the Your yeah, Music Is Bad podcast. the whole episode was lost. So we, we really? listened to the whole It's uh, It's a thing. Album. You're supposed to, you're supposed to have, apparently it's a common thing in podcasting to have a lost episode. I guess it's right of passage. We got it out of the way. It was a good episode. It was good really episode. good. Yeah. I think it. Well, we were drunk. I think it was good. <laughs> but that. But <laughs> listen, well, it I, was it was a lot of melting. We were I'm going right. we to go yeah. on in defense of that Ryan Adams, uh, "Shake It Off" as one of the funnier versions, cover versions of anything. Do you think it was funny on purpose? That slow that minor so. key, weird. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. You can hope all you want, but that dude intentionally made an album of covers yep. of another album on which the songs are written by several different people. Do, do you think that Taylor wait, Swift... Wait, 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 wait. Co- we're missing an important, like, second step here, which is where he got paid. Well, right. Like, well, so of course he got paid. paid. That's what I was going to say. Do you, th- do you think but Taylor... one would assume that he is trying to and seem then, as if his purpose is not listen, simply to make money off of this already successful album. Do you think that Taylor Swift commissioned him to do it to make extra dough? No. No. But I'd like to think if that. you if you could do that yourself. She won't make extra dough because she didn't write any of it. Well, except maybe some of the lyrics. Well, but most of it, it she's was, not it was a cover album. Yeah, Max Martin's getting paid. But it's Max um, but she didn't write the songs. But if you could do that, oh, wouldn't you wouldn't you just cover oh, whatever oh, and Oh what what? Go make money? Why not? Because you're a musician? To give some amount of integrity? Or like, or at least cover a good album? Thank you, I appreciate but that. But even if you cover we, a good album, it's still We had a similar conversation so, the other night about something. That's, it's still that's, so cheap. Like, remember point. when they put out the anniversary of Thriller? And they had all nope. these, they did like a whole remix side where it was all these like, random like, current people like how, how singing over How many out of ten? How many out of... Uh, yeah, I'll just say out of 10. How many out of 10 of those remixes, right? So let's say you take singles in Spotify. You know how they always have those singles in the bottom? Right. So I'm going to use the example of, uh, I cannot remember, so I'm just going to lie and say it was the heavy. How you like me now? Oh, right? All right. 
let's just say that their singles are on the bottom uh, um, and then they have the uh, the remixes but it's like here's the song and here are three remixes done out of ten when you find those like that group of songs and shit like that where they, they remix things like uh, Johnny Cash doing cover well nope exclude that how many out of ten of those things do you actually end up liking I, I it, it's rare for me to find one mm. I want the original yeah I want it. Yeah, and I, I don't and, want... and I have I have not since the the only reason I even mentioned the redone anniversary thriller is yeah. I was reading something about Michael Jackson on Wikipedia and it was mentioned and I was like, Oh that's right. Those fucking assholes fucked up thriller for the thrillers. <laughs> Stupid bastards. I was like, why would I want to fucking hear that? I was yeah. like, I'll, maybe I'll listen to Thriller. Maybe of course you will. Maybe want a fancy version of it. But like, yeah. And it was um, a perfect follow-up joke to that is like uh, the movie Popstar, uh, Lonely Island movie. It, it didn't do very well in the theaters, but it's worth checking out. Uh, the guy, it's about a pop star named Connor For Real. Like For Real. <sighs> And one of the first things he does is one of his big hit album is called Thriller Also. Where you just take something that you right. already know is successful, like Ryan Adams in 1984, which yeah. is already a hugely successful album. He's like, you know what? I'm just gonna cover the whole thing. Did you Did you watch uh, Michael Bolton's the Netflix special? Yes, I, I loved it. it was Ashley great. and I like cried laughing. That's Lonely Island it. too. That's all Lonely Island. Yeah, I mean, I, you know what? Uh, ratings on Netflix with the stars and things like that are irrelevant. You have to go online oh, and yeah. look things up. But well, now it's that, it's that all just up and down now too. Yeah, like oh and dislike yeah, yeah, now. yeah. Right. We we just got that. They just did that. Yeah. They well, just you did know it. what's funny is we we set up uh, Ashley's old Wii. We have a couple of Wiis. I'm gonna have one soon. Um, but. Uh, we uh, we set the old one up in the room, and you know it's all, it's old hardware, so obviously there's a bunch of bloody problems, like it mm. disconnects a lot and whatever. And you know it's just the bloody hardware; it's not the connection being far away, whatever, blah blah blah. But it just notified me of that, and I was like, wow, they're going to do that. It's because they know how superfluous that is. When you look at something like um, I, I'm just going to shot in the dark here. Like Mulan, it's like a well-known Disney movie, and that mm. thing might have three stars. I know it doesn't. Shoot me, whatever. Please don't. But that that's not true. It's because trolls, trolls. It's the yeah. only bloody reason. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like there's a bunch of kids' movies that adults are watching, going, "That's great." Like me. Yeah, I love kids shows. But when it comes to um, that, it got some of the worst ratings. The only, oh, you know what the only accurate ratings are on Netflix? Is every movie Adam Sandler tries to release now. Those all have two and a half stars. Here's the thing, though. Just before they went to a like or dislike, like the day that I heard about it, I saw the ad for uh, Sandy Wexler. Yeah, yeah, Adam's yeah. Adam's yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it showed it wasn't out yet. Two and a half. Showed it with four stars on my thing. It just turned Whoa, to two and a half. It was what? two and a half well, yesterday thing, when I looked. There shouldn't be any stars now though, because it should be just yes, it should be just like your percent match or whatever now is the thing. Oh. But the okay. point is the day I heard that they were going to like or dislike, and I heard it was because they didn't like that some of their originals were getting really bad ratings. Yeah, yeah. Like all the Adam Sandler movies. Oh yeah. So I would There's not be surprised. So many. They're just like, just tell us if you like it or not. No more of this Because yeah, you see shit and you're like and also sometimes you just be like, uh, you know, like that's bullshit. Like you see something rated and you're like, yeah, I don't, that's I don't not think possible. So. Yeah, yeah, there was a couple I went over yeah. last night and it was like, 
No, but that, I don't mind that they went to this because, like, honestly, I would rarely. I'd much rather be like a yes, I liked this or no, I didn't than oh, like yeah, sure. what, no, like number of stars. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, don't, I, don't I have a whole how, thing how about. How many times do you do you rate that? No, no, I have a very specific thing against it. I'm very specifically against numerical rating systems uh-huh. because I think because every time I consider it. Every time I consider going into a numerical rating system type thing, I go down such a rabbit hole of like criteria and like <laughs> categorization but that I'm like, this is that. a huge waste of fucking time. <laughs> and so I just throw it all out and I go like, here's how I think about it and why. And like, no. And like, I even like I've tweeted but a few that's times. that's why you have a podcast. Right. Tell but it's also way. why our podcast specifically does not have a rating system and will never do numeric oh, ratings. I was going to ask. Unless it's like a joke. Unless it says like a fucking, well, I then, give it this is a three. Is like, there's there's, there's, my trapped trapped the there's one score and it's I hate this and I hate this. How many, <laughs> how many closets is this trapped in? Oh, yeah. or, or how many how many characters with the same voice I no, 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 you're not going to talk that there's no way you can talk you, you've let some gems out tonight that might be yeah. that's where you end it how many closets do you right. think this is trapped in how many closets you tell us listeners how many closets do you think R. Kelly is trapped in uh, or is it all the same closet Maybe it was the same closet the whole time. How many people are in the closet? <laughs> it's just Ghost R. Kelly from the future. Oh, okay, yeah. R. Kelly, the ghost of the ghost of tra- of closets, the ghost of trapped closets uh, future. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's the ghost closets. of trapped closets yet to come. Yeah, sorry. Right, that's the real version. <laughs> the American, you're, right. So Amer- you're right. Because no, because the Americanized version. Really. Of. Well, of Christmas, that's when they start saying, like, Ghost of Christmas Future, like, it's well, the Christmas has to come. That, that, yeah, yeah, that, that's, like, um, that, that's like Harry, I, never, like, I, hate, I hate to bring ever. this up, that's like Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, in Britain it's the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, well, no, I'm saying that, like, not the original, but, like, like you know, there's been, like, a bajillion versions of Christmas Carol, and my point yeah, yeah. is that at least a couple American ones, I noticed as a child that they would be like, Christmas Future, which is, it's yet to come, which is a very, that's very distinct literate like aesthetic difference yeah, right yeah. and it's such an american thing to be like oh it's the one from the future <laughs> <laughs> past present future you know I was, I'm, I'm exaggerating the stupidity of of uh your country our country <laughs> yes anyway so yeah That's fine. How, how many closets i don't know I'm not going to actually pick a number. That's, that's I think, this I is think, immediately it's pointing. Be, it's this is immediately proving three, my point. There's no point. There's no number you can pick that will mean anything because of some matters. Being subjective, yeah. Right. The problem is if you start getting it down into like, like even if you're just like you know, out of five. Yeah. Because like here's a good example. Um, and this doesn't hurt because I I I I want to promote this. Uh, if you're familiar with Angry Metal Guy, AngryMetalGuy.com uh, is a, a friend of mine. Okay. Um. Is the angry metal uh, from college? Is the angry metal guy, and uh, they do ratings. I, I think they're a very good review site as far as review sites go. And their whole point is that they they try to be very honest. And if they don't like something, they don't like it. And they're not afraid to give bad reviews, even if it'll burn bridges with them getting like advanced review shit. Which is exactly the same reason I don't want to review shit yeah. in an official capacity. I don't want your approval to review it. And also. Who cares if you review it if the day it comes out, everyone can hear it yep. for free? So yeah. it was funny because I, I, I kind of – it's kind of a dick. My, uh, he posted – when the latest Pain of Salvation album came out, he posted his review, but he posted a few days after it came out. So I had already heard it. And so he's like, here's my review. And I was like, but I heard this already, so I already have my own opinion. So like yours – 
seems less useful to me. He's like, you want to know how I feel? I'm like, okay, yes, I do. And I read his review, and I, I did want to know how he felt about it. But as a joke on Facebook, I was like, why do I care now? It's out, and I've heard it. Isn't the kind of point of reviews is like, you, you better make sure to hear this when it comes out, right? That's the whole point of getting in advance. Mis misinterpretation um, through, through text, you know, in any kind of context. Ha, ha, ha. Do you remember when we, um, I don't, uh, I think it, we, it was gimmick metal. Because gimmick metal and like Kanye are some of like the popular right. dude. Which also, we get, we'll, get, we'll talk soon about Kanye 3 because I'm, I've got some stuff ready for it. Yeah. It's uh, going to be the Kanye song. Well, okay, I don't know if I can extend this to other people. Right. But it was going to be the Kanye songs I actually like. Sure. And then I talk about why I like them. Yeah. But they still have stupid shit in them. <laughs> still plenty well, do, of stupid shit. Do you remember when we, when we stumbled upon Ghost? And I remember, like, it's not even, it was last year when they're, they're getting all these awards. Did you hear the news about Ghost? No. The no. jig is up. Okay, this is very important music news at the very end of the podcast. <laughs> Ghost, I hope you listen, motherfuckers. Listen, I'll, I'll cut okay. it, this clip out and put it separate. Sure, sure. Ghost, a recent, recent scandal, the word uh, several nameless ghouls and several former nameless ghouls came forward to talk about how there's been several turnovers of the band, surprise when you make everyone wear identical masks and call themselves nameless ghouls. Mm. And it turns out that the original band, the lead singer, who I always assumed it was his uh, vanity project because he's not a very good singer and so he's the weakest part of the band, but also the whole band revolves around what face paint he's wearing. And like the changes to Papa Emeritus are just like he didn't want to wear old man makeup anymore. And then it was like, well, I don't want to wear any prosthetics anymore. Let me just go down and make... It's always just an excuse for him to change the amount of stuff on his face. Mm. Um, so what came out is that the original band was basically promised a share in the profits. They're like, look, I can't pay you a lot, whatever, but wow. you're part of this band, and when we make it, everybody gets paid. Never happened. They did not... They got paid very poorly, and then basically, if there was an issue, they were just turned over. So there's already been like several bands turned over, and now multiple previous like band lineups are coming forward to say that this happened and that this dude owes them all money. But the, the initial Papa, Papa Emeritus, like he was always the guy. It's him. It's that, yeah, it's his yeah, band. It's, 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 his, band. Yeah. it's always been his band. Yes. But yeah, but he was, yeah, wow. I didn't know. know and that. he's the guy everybody thought he was, you know, and I, I have to give it like, to be perfectly honest, I have to give it like the, the, not even the fifth wheel as I was talking about, like Meshuggah. Um, I, I just remember you must have picked two or three songs in whatever podcast it was for me to listen to, and I was like, "Cause this shit, what is this?" Didn't know. So from your from everything you've said in the last minute or so, there's no part of me that believes this guy has ever made any money. He has now, though. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah. He got. That's oh, kind he, of the point. Yeah, he had he's in the past, making money. But now. Ghost is Ghost is doing quite yeah, well, very and well. And if they're not getting paid, then he probably really is. Yeah. If he's somehow taking all the money. Yeah. Um, which is kind of the kind of what they're saying. So, and, and again, and these guys won a Grammy. Yeah, that that was what, what was. Yeah. 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 For what? But but this happened like for their what, shitty this music. This happened like what eight? <laughs> <laughs> this well, happened like that sounds like it's from the seventies. That's not the category. Eight months. No, they won the. Uh, was it best uh, new developing metal band? Blah blah blah. But d d sure, niche. This metal. was no best no. metal performance. Yeah, best metal performance. Which is interesting because I do not consider them a metal band. No, they're at all. they're not. I mean, it's retro okay, proto metal. I see Matt pulling it up on the. What, what was your definition there? 
interwebs. Like retro proto metal. It's well, like they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, emulating yeah, yeah, pre yeah, metal yeah, from the 70s. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like Blue Oyster Cult, Sabbath. Sabbath. Very much Sabbath. Yeah, but before they got really good. Well, there's nothing the, like Geo Sabbath in again, there. Again, really good. Well, and again, like their singer is terrible, so how can it, you know? I just remember that it sucked. <laughs> it it like, definitely there, sucked. There was no. It wasn't even necessarily the production. It was just like no, it's well produced. Not... It's gotten it's gotten even better produced. But that's like that's why I have to start listening to them again. I guess this is definitely oh. something we have to. Do. No, I. I well, I never oh, you listen mean for to critical them. purposes. Yeah, I guess. No, I. <laughs> I actually have uh, to. The only time I ever listened to them was when you played those songs. But we sat through and we listened to them, and I was like, oh, this is bollocks. I'm sorry. This is total. Uh, I just noticed this. We're back to trapped in glass. Sorry. This is the last thing I'm gonna say about it. I just noticed on the Wikipedia that the synopsis, every chapter, it has the cliffhanger line. So it's like chapter one. Oh, wow. Now he's opening the closet. And then chapter two. I can't believe it's a man. Chapter three. Oh, he he has no idea what the line is. I'm not sure. Call up my home and a man picks up the phone. And then, of course, chapter four. Oh, my God, a rubber. Chapter five. She introduced me to the policeman that stopped. Oh, whatever. Wait, what? I don't think that well, uh, four, 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 four was it? Like that's going to do something against them guns. <laughs> well, so that was the only one that didn't do the. Yeah, a few of them start to deviate from that. Ex- I don't. At least I don't. I don't hear it. At least that could be wrong. Na, ma, na, na, ma, ma. Midget, midget, midget. They write midget four times here, just so you know <laughs> that it echoes out like that. That's awesome. All right. Anyway, I think I think we've uh, we've well covered trapped at yeah, least our first course. well, thanks guys for doing the podcast. It was a great time. Hope you guys can both do more again soon. We should totally have you both do guilty pleasure episode. Oh man. You can make me listen to at least one Passion Pit song. But if you're going to do more than one, you got to have some reason for more than one cuz you understand. You got to have you got to have justification, you have to have backup I can do it back right story now. for your guilty his, pleasures. His, Justify your decisions. I, I, I've got it. his voice gets lower as it goes on. Uh yeah, well that's that that's we, the thing that kills you. We need to show him John Sedano after this. Oh my god. Yeah. Have you seen John Sedano? No, I didn't. All right. uh, let's, oh, let's, have, we'll do this after. Yeah, we have a second or third podcast. All right. Uh, so <laughs> thanks for watching. Your music is bad. You should feel bad. Oh, wait. Here, let me. Yes. Here it goes. <sighs> Can I? Can ah, I? Yes. No, turn on the... Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. He's going he's gonna to lose it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Seymour Duncan.